Chipotle has taken over my life. And your asshole? And mm. <laughs> the asshole was reserved, <laughs> the asshole reserved for you, buddy. Just, just, mm. just seeing your face. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've I've always okay. If you're okay, if you're not from Miami, then you probably don't know about this place called Cantina, and it's basically the better Chipotle. Cantina's a franchise, it, but but you, not but it's only here in Miami. Are you sure? Yeah. Yeah, okay, the I'm first sure the, some other ones. The first uh, the first cantina opens like right next to that subway mm. by our schools. Mm, that's yeah. right. Um, yeah. So yeah, uh, I've been like just obsessed with like Chipotle as of lately because I've tried the rice bowl recently and it's really fucking why, good. Why Chipotle though when lime exists? Lime just, is way better. I, I in my opinion. I mean, I don't know. It's I healthier. Just, I don't know. You don't have like birds shitting on the food. Not what? Yeah, you don't remember? They would have birds like fly into the Chipotle and they'd fuck around with the food. Oh, yeah. But that was no. like months ago. Yeah, but people no, but would get salmonella from that shit. It's different. But whatever. Yeah. This is a recall on romaine lettuce. So. Oh, yeah, that's right. You remember yeah. that? that was no, fun. there's a rope right now. Oh, again? Yeah. Oh, it's that time of the year. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Right. That's nice. So yeah. we talked about the Game Awards and Half-Life coming back and Noah Haley sucking, everyone fucking pointing and laughing. It doesn't suck. I like him. Sonic the Hedgehog fucking got a new we redesign. We talked about cats. Still kind of looks cats. bad. Sonic, oh my God, fucking cats. We got looks, more cats for you, bro. Fucking Will Forte sounds like shit. Black uh, Adam exists. Black Adam. Keanu Sin Reeves. City's going on. And SpongeBob. Yeah. John Turturro. John Turturro. Yeah. Turturro, sorry. Well, it's fucking I, I know fuck him. Honey. In the uh, Batman, A twenty four is the Batman. Nick Megalo- Cage Megalobox playing Nick Cage. Two. Roma's coming to Criterion. The Nicholas Cage American being Nerds. Nicholas Cage. Oh, Wait, so what are you allergic to? Hmm? What are you allergic to? The fakes. The fakes. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> 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 I'm a little allergic right now. How long have you been sick like that? <laughs> um, Only when, like, the season changes rapidly. And here in Miami, like, it tends to, like, you know, sometimes it rains really hard and, you know, then it's completely good or sometimes... Like, or like right yesterday, now, it was, like... 58 degrees out of nowhere yeah i felt like shit yeah yeah I, i've been feeling like shit for like the last like yeah like two days i thought you were gonna say like years no, <laughs> no like, well, well yeah that too but like that's different oh, okay and yeah i feel like shit right now mm. i look like shit right now don't i you look all right <sighs> i mean you look the same every time i see you <laughs> just tired yeah and then you got that gable sport shirt and yeah. I, I noticed you love wearing that shirt yeah because or is it's, it's like comfy. you got like no, a of it? it's because it's comfy and it's yeah. black I get you. And I honestly like... You're I, always wearing black, though. Yeah. Yeah. That's why. Oh, okay. I like wearing it because it's, you know, like a... Yeah. All right. American Nerds. Yeah. Hey, y'all. Hey, how you doing? This might be a short one because I'm tired and <laughs> we got a lot of stuff to do today. We're recording on this on the November 23rd. 23rd. Hey, fuck you. I said it. I know. I said it first. No, I did. Actually. No, I know you did. I know. <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's a Saturday morning... 
we're both a little bit tired. When when did you get out of work last night? Late. That's why you shouldn't bitch at me for getting here late because I was I'm not sleeping. bitching at you. I'm just saying, <laughs> when are you coming? I, I need you to try to come here like earliest at 7.30. You literally only asked me like once when am I coming and I, and I got mad at like, him. I, yeah. <laughs> and all, I funny. never ask you this. It's funny. Yeah, no. We're I, recording back in the house again because it's just easier for me. I mean, yeah. Yeah. It doesn't really, you don't yeah. have to drive that much. I literally just have all this set up and right here by my room. It's not that bad. Yeah. I'm I'm keep I'm it's thinking in your room. It's in your fucking gigantic closet. Yeah, my closet kitchen thing. Speaking of which, it's let also me a kitchen. Close the door. Oh yeah, good idea. Mindy's not going to come out though. She usually sleeps around this time of day. It's weird. I don't know why. Like you never had a dog, right? No. No. I I guess this is just my dog specifically, but she stays awake throughout the night and then she falls asleep. Yeah, she's Mindy, asleep throughout Mindy's most of the day. <laughs> she, I know she is. I don't understand. God her. bless her. <laughs> I guess it's just because she wants to make sure that there's nothing like. I guess she's just trying to protect us sure. in the night. Sure. Making sure there's nothing weird out there and shit. Mm-hmm. And even though she poops on the floor and doesn't give a fuck about it, but whatever. Does she eat her own poop? And you got really mad at her? She always eats her own poop. It's so weird. How's I mean, that weird? She's a dog. Yeah, but like, I don't want her to eat her own poop. I think that would make her stupid, wouldn't it? I mean, she's a little, a little like, far, stupider. A little far gone. Stupider. There, yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah, no, I wouldn't want my dog to eat their own poop. I mean, look, I kind of, I kind of appreciate it because hot it take, makes me hot take. Hot take. Yeah, I kind of appreciate a dog eating their own poop because I don't have to clean it. <laughs> I'm imagining, you know, <laughs> now that you're saying this, I'm imagining like a like a Joe Rogan clip, like Raul Cruz talks about. Oh, like, talks about poop, <laughs> like my face, and then it's like a little poop right next to me. <laughs> it's like a face you do like. A, did you see? Uh, like a face, yeah. <laughs> did you see his Josh Homie episode? I saw about parts of it. Oh, uh, okay. No, I, I finished it uh, last night. It's cool. That's uh, super funny. Yeah. He, he was talking about his Mustang. Or um, some nice vintage car that homie has. Mm-hmm. And then he, he was talking about being Zen and being peaceful and everything. But then he was driving down California and then a guy opened up his window and he just yelled out to him, stinky, like referring to his car. And then he drove away. And it's like, you don't have to do that, man. I don't <laughs> understand that. You got a lot of you, you must be have going through a lot to try to bring somebody down so you could bring yourself back up. And I'm like, this is really funny. <laughs> Josh always funny, bro. Yeah. Remember when we went to the concert? Oh, yeah. And he was like flirting with some guy in the audience. No, but do you remember when he was just like, all you Miami people with your electronic music and you're like, take it to the limit because I can't take it anymore or some shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That was so funny. Yeah. Queen of Sony is like my favorite band. Yeah, it's one of my favorites. It's so good. It's the best. It's the best. Did you, ever, did you get to the part where he got... um? We talked about getting bit by a sting uh, by a scorpion. No. Oh well, well, I I saw a clip of it like passing on YouTube. Oh okay. No, that was that was really funny because he's like, he he does a scream and he's like he screams like a girl (laughs) like super high pitch, and apparently like he knocked the scorpion off of his leg, but the scorpion was still alive and it was like getting closer to him trying to fuck him up even more, and he was like I've never been so terrified in my life. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Scorpion. Josh was great. I love him. Uh, you want to just go straight into the news? Man, fuck you. All right. <laughs> Let's go right into it. Let's fucking... There's a new Cats trailer out. <sighs> it's so... Cats. Yeah, it's Cats. I know. Idris Elba looks fucking horrifying. They all look creepy no, as fuck. No, but Idris Elba specifically looks fucking terrifying. You know, know you know what? You know what made me like, 
hor- like shit myself mm-hmm. in, in in fear mm-hmm. when they're doing like the cast credit to the very end of the trailer and then you get to Idris Elba and he's like ha, 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 and he fucking dis- dissolved in the thin air. This movie's three hundred million. I know. <laughs> Just as expensive as Just League. And it's coming out in the same day as Star Rise Wars. of Skywalker. Yeah. yeah. You know what's going to get fucking tanked this weekend? Star Wars. Yeah. 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 It's going down like Titanic. Like, look, look, you got a 40-year-old franchise or you got Jason Derulo as a cat. Yeah. Yeah. Jason Derulo is a... God, he looks so, so creepy, too. They, they all look so creepy, but just listening to Jason Derulo's voice makes me even more uncomfortable. Rebel Wilson looks absolutely horrifying. She looks kind of just like Rebel Wilson. <laughs> she looks horrifying. You know, James Corden is the one that fucks with me. Yeah, because it's like he's so weirdly fat. Yeah, it's like it's like if you get like and his gigantic animated double neck ser- is like furry. Oh yeah, it's like it's like if you get Arkham and animated series Penguin, but you put fur and a tail on it, and then you have it get the voice of James Go- uh, Corden. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> it look he looks like a fat penguin, but he's dressed up as uh, a cat. Watch the announce James Corden is penguin. Oh god. Well, I mean, we already have a penguin. Yeah, but imagine. Yeah. Oh, James Corden is penguin. <laughs> like a furry penguin? Disgusting. A fur- he, <laughs> penguin has a fursona. Disgusting. <laughs> it, we got a sense of what this movie actually is about where it's Judy Dench is god of the cats and she gets to choose one soul in the middle of this new york street the one good thing about this trailer is that like, gets to live is like the, the the look of it like besides the actual cgi cats i love like the set design it, it looks it looks interesting and it looks yeah. very, very dreamlike and very like i don't know interesting and and i just don't it, it just gets ruined by like these disgusting cat like monstrosities like why why didn't they do like some like dr seuss shit you know like like what, like Mike Myers, yeah, like like that's but that's exactly what this looks like. No, 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 no. But what what kills it is just like the regular human faces, just like Mike Myers. No, no, not the same thing. It, makeup, it is, it is makeup straight up is like way Mike more tolerable. The thing the is, they've is used they've used more CG. You could tell there's more CG put into their uh, no. It's those entirely designs. CG. That's the thing. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, they it's got, entirely CG. Well, it's motion capture and and uh, makeup the makes body is CG. Yeah, I, I feel like makeup would make it would make it look less terrifying. I don't know. I'm still less horrified terrifying. of the fact that we have a cat in the hat movie that has Mike Myers putting his fucking balls in the middle of the room and then getting his tail cut off by whatever. Let's Stewart move on. Cat. Cats, is, cats literally makes no significant. In our it's life. just so like, creepy. Like that plot. Like I'm gonna go watch cats. I'm gonna watch it that, too. Yeah. I'm I'm I, I'm actively making a campaign next semester on my campus to have that movie and ha- make it be a big event in my school because. Look, yeah, you I, I come to that meme. You yeah, made, you, but oh, did you vote? No, fuck you. No, fuck I, you. I put movies I actually want to watch. Yeah, and you should have put in cats too. No, it's it, a lot of people are Uncut voting for Gems, cats. Lighthouse. Even though I already saw Lighthouse, but I want to watch Lighthouse. That, again. that one's tough because uh, right now it's either Lighthouse or Uncut Gems. That's the one that we have to probably cut. That it's either it's the it's the two A twenty four movies that we have to see which one we have to stick with. And so I the think two most anticipated ones. Yeah. too. personally, I would probably stick with Lighthouse. Because I I really liked it. But then again, I haven't seen Uncut Gems. And I would love to. I I'm, I'm going to watch weekend. it. I met this dude this weekend who was in New York while they were uh, Shooting showing, it? showing. Oh, showing it. Uncut Gems. So he saw Uncut Gems and he met the directors. It was like a Q&A like screening. Yeah. And, you know, he met Josh and Benny. And Not bad. Yeah. You know who was, you know, who showed up earlier this week? Um, the director of Waves. 
Yeah, no. They okay, had a private screening you, in my school, no, and he showed up at it for a Q and A. Okay, yeah. I, I guess I can I can talk about that. Um, that the same uh, the same organization that set up that screening for mm-hmm. uh, for waves like uh, Borscht. Yeah, that's the yeah you know, that's the thing I'm volunteering for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm volunteering for that. My friend, uh, my my friend actually hosted the Q and A, and was actually one of the ones who was on stage talking to Trey Edward Schultz. Nice. And like, I saw pictures of it, and I got really fucking pissed because it was the one day I couldn't go. Yeah, no, I I wanted to go too, but I had a presentation that day. Yeah, they showed waves, and Trey Edward Schultz was there, and he's from Florida. No, he's not actually. I thought he was. No, uh, Houston. Houston, really? Yeah, that's well, that's what I saw. At, at an article yesterday Interesting. yeah or he was born in houston maybe he just stayed in miami for a while after but yeah um i really wanted to see that and then interesting there was uh i thought he was from florida that's interesting you brought up borscht because i have a friend of mine who's working with borscht right now they have the right now there's that the, um they have the festival going on right now right mm-hmm. yeah there's a friend of mine working around that i've been helping out with that yeah i have a friend of mine working on that he's pretty chill he has a he has a short film about Cuban cars called Carros. It's a yeah. Spanish version. Oh, of... that's him. Yeah, I you know him. him. I met him. Yeah, he's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Carros. Yeah. Uh, I saw. I, I saw the video. Yeah, the, yeah. He's super funny. Uh, but yeah, he like gives cat... him shampoo huh? instead of gasoline. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was funny. But yeah, cats looks interesting. Like, it's just like okay, why are we still talking why, about cats? Why, why is Judy Dench we need to supposedly talk about the goddess design. of the cats? We need to talk about another design. I, I we will now, but I'm just saying like it's just so weird to me. Why would Judy Dench be this goddess of the cat, this cat pimp basically, who gets to choose which cat Isn't lives there, like, or an dies? Actual cat pimp there. I'm pretty sure there is. Well, Idris Elba looks like a cat pimp. He looks fucking horrifying. It's super weird, and he has a hat, or is that part of his fur? I can't tell. No, I think uh, he's got like a weird furry hat, but I don't know if that's like his ears or some shit like that, or he just has has a just has a furry hat. Mm. Either way, I kind of can't wait to see this movie, and I really hope we get to show it in my school next semester. I'm I've been trying to start a uh, campaign online, and it's been working. A lot of people have been voting for cats. Vote we for might up. probably do. I I was Vote thinking for gems, y'all. I was I was thinking of probably doing um. <laughs> A costume screen. Throw the link in the throw the link in the description. Hmm? Throw the link in the description. Oh, I don't have a link. I just have a hashtag. Just no, the um, Okay, well. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hashtag cats at Cosford. Yeah. That's what it is. Ew. Yeah. <laughs> uh okay, now we can talk about Sonic the Hedgehog, which my god, they they really changed it up. I mean it looks better, but like the one thing I gotta say is that like Have you seen but that's okay, have you seen how it looks right next to the old design? Yes, wait, let me say let me say like the design does look better, but the CGI looks worse. No, like I don't the CGI think so. doesn't fit in like the CGI itself doesn't fit in like the in just the environment. You could tell it, it was like a rush job. Like specifically the, the scene where he screams uh when, when he screams, you know, mm-hmm. the, the the really meme scene. Um like you look at the mouth and the lighting isn't like matching with like the like the environment. And you could tell it, like the design is better. It's just the CGI is worse because they just had to rush it out. I don't think the CGI is worse at all. Yeah, I think, I think. I mean, in terms of quality, I think it looks way better in the first one. No, the design does. Yeah, but not the CG. Like the actual like effect. Like the other design looked like it was part of that environment. Mm. Like it's just like I don't know. It's just a thing I noticed. It's just that 
I look at those. It's a rush job. Photos. So yeah, know. I mean, obviously it was a rush job, and they put. I think. I think it was thirty million. No, 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 no thirty that, million around there. No, 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 that, that, that was no, 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 no. That, that was blown up. It, it was actually around five million. Five million. Yeah, yeah something yeah. like that. Yeah, okay. yeah, they put a lot of money to fucking fix that fucking monstrosity. Mm-hmm. And there were people who were saying like, oh, yeah, this was always the intention from the beginning. I'm like, that's pretty stupid. If you put out a trailer with your initial design. the people that were saying that the Joker reveal, remember? For Jared Leto was like, oh, that's fake. Oh, yeah. It's just a joke. Don't worry. This is all by design. That's so, God, that's like trying to tell yourself like, it's not real. (laughs) It's not real. There was a guy who was actually the lead head of uh, redesigning it. I'm trying to find his name now, but he's basically the guy who's been saving Sonic for the last like fifteen years, because he was a peop- he was one of the design the one of the designers behind Sonic Mania and the two D shorts that were super adorable, mm-hmm. and he basically he he was the one who was in charge of redesigning this new Sonic um, design. I guess I like it. It looks way more faithful to the thing. Obviously, he it actually just looks has less gloves. Freaky. Yeah. Like, no, it's just look at those things. He had fucking human teeth in the first trailer. Yeah, it's fucking disgusting. And the human legs. Yeah, the very muscular human legs. Ugh, God, and the fucking Reeboks that he had. Yeah. No, those those were. Or were those Nikes or something like Puma. that? They were Puma. They were Puma. They were Puma. Yeah. Ew. They just had laces, but the new one doesn't. God. And Puma's gonna release those sneakers. So. <laughs> oh yeah, I know. What's but that? aside from that, I think it looks very okay. Like the movie itself, movie looks bad. <laughs> like, it, like you know, like I, I, maybe I'll go watch it. Like, I'm gonna watch it definitely. But like, it's not something I'm gonna be busting down the doors for. If I can barely make time to go watch like the the indie movies I, I need to go watch now, you know. <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be going crazy for for Sonic. Ty, uh, Tyson Hess, that's the guy who worked on the redesign. Mm. He's been doing like Sonic ship posting. Course. before he actually got a job with sega to help out with sonic where he'd have like web comics that would be like oh this is nipples the enchilada <laughs> it's just like knuckles with hard ass nipples it's like a derpy li- derpy li- uh, derp yeah remember when people used to say derp yeah no i remember I that one that. friend of ours who used to say derp a lot uh, i mean he's not a friend anymore but that one guy ah yep. <laughs> uh, fuck it okay <laughs> The movie looks all right. I just like I don't know why. I I'm getting more annoyed of Jim Carrey the more I like see this. I mean, I like how he looks with, you know, when he's actually bald with the mustache. Yeah. That looks fucking sick. But that's obviously going to be something that they save for like, I don't know, very end of the movie maybe. Ma- makes you think like, oh, uh <laughs> makes makes you think they knew the design looked terrible for Sonic, so they just threw in that Jim Carrey look oh yeah just to get some people excited a balance yeah yeah no it, I'm, I'm very happy they were able to change it and that's really cool that they were it's just so fucking god it could have been I, I honestly part of me kind of wanted to see the original like cut just like and fuck the snyder cut i want this like release the, the ugly, sonic cut yeah release the sonic cut of the fucking ugly ass design i want to see it in motion and everything because like there's scenes with him oh it looks nice there, there's scenes with him like on a hotel bed. I showed with I the showed fucking Raul, towels around. I his showed head. Raul a picture of the sis troopers. Yeah, we'll talk about that. So they look. <laughs> I was like, you you see stuff like that in this new trailer, and I'm thinking that would have been ten times more disgusting and hilarious if it was the original design. Uh, and I'm like, whatever. I really like the new design though. 
Imagine that original design fucking the new design. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> like, somebody's on it. Somebody's on it. Uh, Scoob had its first trailer. I'm not that excited about it, Me actually. Neither. I like the designs. Yeah. And I like the, the animation, but holy fuck, I hate. I don't like acting. Will Forte as he Shaggy. disgusting. It just sounds like Will Forte. But, like, why the fuck would you get Will Forte when uh, Matthew's, um, Matthew Lillard? Matthew Lillard's been doing Shaggy for the past, like, 20 years. You know, he fucked up his vocal cords just so he could play Shaggy? He's the best, dude. Yeah. And, he, like, he's literally stuck to the role now. He appreciates all the, all the love on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. Which I, which I. Well, I mean, don't you remember he retweeted the uh, the news saying, "Oh yeah, they didn't even tell me anything about this. That's pretty fucked up." Yeah, dude. Like, I don't get why. I don't understand. He's literally the voice of Shaggy. It's that I feel like it's that whole thing when you get like big stars in a in an animation project, or it's just basically like like, overshadow or like basically replace the people who made the voices iconic in the first place. I mean, it could be that or it could be something along the lines of, like, they want to go, like, a new direction for these characters. So, it's like a Metal Gear thing. Maybe. Throw out David Hayter, put in Kiefer Sutherland. Kind of, yeah. But they, that kind of had but a... But do you really have Kiefer Sutherland for a lot of it? Because he doesn't speak for most of yeah. PS5. Apparently he, wasn't, apparently, he wasn't on set for a lot of that game. <coughs> I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. But, what was I going to say with that? Like, what do they need him for? <laughs> yeah. No, but I think that this is probably... This is Definitely what they're doing with this movie. Because it's like, what, Velma's Gina Carreno? Or no, not Gina Carreno. Uh, Gina Rodriguez. I Jane the it, Virgin. I just, I just Zac Efron cool. is Shaggy, is uh, Fred. I think it's cool that we're going to get like the Hanna-Barbera characters. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited about that. I want to see how they look like. I, I kind of like that stupid Ikea joke at the end. I'd, that was so weird. I It was, but I kind of... I, I don't know. I just like... I like the old uh, Scooby voice. Saying dumb shit. I just wish they. I found it funny. To I me. just wish they could have made this like take place in the seventies. You know, or the eighties. Maybe. You know? Yeah. You know what would have been nice? Just, of just fuck times. the green clothes. Why don't we just go with like? Don't you remember pup named Scooby Doo? Yeah. When of Shaggy was like tiny and he had a red shirt instead of a green shirt. Yeah. Don't you and remember in Cyber Attack? Uh, the. Yeah, they the had the red shirts. Yeah. yeah. The doppelgangers were like. No, the doppelgangers were the original five, like the old colored ones. But they were the virtual versions. The virtual versions, yeah. yeah. But like the shaggy, the real life shaggy in that movie, I think had the red shirt. He had the green. No, the real life shaggy had a green shirt, and then the online shaggy had a red shirt. Are you sure? Yeah. I trust me, remember. I know this. You know this. <laughs> <laughs> I, trust me, I know my shit. <laughs> it looks all right. I'm excited for what was it? Mark Wahlberg as the Blue Falcon. That's what it is. Yeah. Is it? And what? Tracy Morgan as Captain Caveman. God. Who's going to... I hope they put in, like, Harvey Birdman or Space Ghost. Like, some of the Adult Swim characters. Yeah, would, be, would be Space Ghost. Hopefully the same guy who's played Space Ghost for the last, like, 15 years. I doubt it. <laughs> would be nice. No, it's fucking... Um, <laughs> give me... Give me... Um, give me Brad Pitt as Harvey Birdman. <laughs> instead of Gary Cole, who's been also really good and is very much alive look on to better animation we have the scooby-doo movie yeah wait the i mean Scooby-Doo i mean movie. the spongebob movie sorry you think it looks better i think that looks I I I, I, I I I can't fuck with a fully cg spongebob movie i like the animation a lot it looks interesting but it's just like i don't know i don't fuck with it as much because that was the that was my least favorite part of the last movie when they were 3D CG characters in a real life world. I mean, argue, okay, the, I guess, yeah, but arguably, like the last, like okay, the first SpongeBob movie, like probably 
the thing about it that didn't like I guess jive with like audiences the way I guess you know we like it is the fact that it was like mostly just 2D you know there's no it, it, like there's no difference between it and just like a long episode of Spongebob yeah which like I, I kind of get and I like the animation for what it is you know I like the 3D I like the coloring the shading it's like different you know it is but it's just like could be just know, like, I'm not comfortable with it could, it could have been just like some lazy like bouncy looking at it, like you know I honestly would have preferred stop motion because they've done it before. Have you seen that Christmas okay, special yeah. they wow. put before? That would be great. Uh, did you see that Christmas special? Dude, the Christmas special is a classic. It's no, fucking amazing. Not... Yeah, with the Legos. Legos? What yeah, with Spongebob. About? Is it with Legos? Yeah, well, there's one with, with Legos. There's uh, there's one that I'm specifically talking about where it's like, it's straight up. The whole thing is stop motion. Yeah. 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 It, it's really, really cool. Like like the rain, uh, like the Rudolph specials. Yeah. It, it, that's how they were. That's how they look like. And Keanu Reeves in, the, in it. Oh, yeah. I love that. Keanu Reeves can probably say don't do a Marvel movie, but you play put him as a tumbleweed in a SpongeBob movie. He's like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, shit. Like, I, I love that. You like, could tell that somebody just put a phone in front of his face and just recorded his lines, and that's it. And Keanu Reeves is gonna be like the Stanley of film. Like, oh, imagine yeah. film as the MCU, and Keanu Reeves is Stanley. He's always everywhere. He, yeah, he's yeah, in he's every, every. He's a cameo in every it's, movie. It's either him or Matt Damon. Yeah. 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 <laughs> no. Yeah, you're right. What kind of bothers me or more? Or not just in Thero. Yeah, oh, that too. What bothers me more about um this one is that are we just are we rebooting like storylines in the show? Because yeah, Gary's met, missing right? again. Oh no, they've never really talked about that in the show. But like Gary's missing again, and they have to go to a city to find him. I mean, I think like it's they're just, just rebooting Gary. Come home. Gary, come home. Gary, get to see our home. I do anything to change my mind. Do 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 do. My best friend back to Do you remember the promos for that special? Yeah, they were dark as fuck. Yeah, yeah. God, you couldn't even tell it was a SpongeBob special at first because like the cameras all fucked up. It was super weird. I thought so. I thought Gary was gonna die. Die. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he, he almost did. Don't you remember the old lady with the fucking snickerdoodles? Oh, God. Yeah. And <laughs> she's chasing him down the street. I always wanted to eat one of those snickerdoodles. Yeah. But apparently, if you eat too much, you'll fucking die of, like, overweight or some shit like that. I don't know. He killed. She killed all the snails by just making them crack their shells, but from fatness. Wasn't that the Sp- thing? Sponge on a run. Yeah, on sponge the run. on the run is what it's called. There was a funny joke at the end of it where it's like, I really love your sense of irony, Patrick. Yes, I love my sense of ironing, too. And then he has a fucking ironing board. <laughs> it was funny. It was, was stupid. Yeah. <laughs> it was stupid and funny. I'm I'm not that excited about this one. I mean, yeah, I'm not I'm like I still haven't seen the other. But well, no, I'm sorry. The I second did. one is actually pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's basically an acid trip. The first one. It's drop. a Mad Max mashup with a fucking Bill and Ted mash. Uh, I like the first time travel movie. thing. I love this first one. That movie. came out when we were kids. So. Yeah, no, but that's still like a classic for yeah, me. Yeah, you know? I, I still love that a lot. Best ending, one yeah, of the best yeah, endings yeah. ever in a, in a movie. Uh, that's it for trailers. Now let's get on to the rest of the news. The news. Black yeah. Adam. Finally, it gets a release date with a really cool, with an awesome poster. Um, like con- almost concept art of it's like, Boss Logic and Jim Lee. Basically revealing concept art for the Black Adam Black costume. Adam. 
It looks just like Shazam, but it's I'm, it's black. It's great to see <laughs> that Boss Logic get work like that. I'm really happy that they did that because that was been, super cool. He's been doing shit for years. Well, you know, he's been doing official posters for Marvel and yeah, DC yeah, for a while. Recently, he yeah. did he did one for Infinity War. Yeah, and Endgame. And Endgame, yeah. yeah. The one with like Thanos, the silhouette of Thanos in the middle. Mm-hmm. That's that's his uh, that's his thing. That Crazy. was an official one for like Dolby. Crazy, yeah. I mean, but yeah, uh, whatever. Black Adam. December 21st, 2021. 22nd. 22nd. Which is my birthday. birthday, Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Oh, wow. Your birthday's going to be on a Friday that year. Yeah. I didn't realize. Yeah, that's. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. Finally, we got a fucking release date for this movie that we've been hearing of like almost a decade or more about. We're getting word that the Justice Society of America is going to be in Black Adam. Well, no, that's official now. Yeah. Well, yeah. Official. Like The Rock. Straight up said, yeah, the JSA is going to come, is going to be introduced in this movie. Which makes me think, like, what what is this movie going to be? Also we're, also, we're going to get uh, ISIS, which is Black Adam's uh, wife. Are, are you sure? I that, don't think we that's, are. That's, uh, well, that's currently, like, being rumored and supposedly, which, but maybe, I don't know, Dr. Fate. That's well, I mean, shot. Dr. Fate was a JSA member, so it makes sense. The ones I've been hearing from, like, I think we got a cover to the rap. Was that it's right now we've get we're getting uh, word of Stargirl, uh, Hawkman, and Adam Smasher, mm. which is the one that's basically uh, Adam Smasher isn't like the one that turns himself really small. He's the one that's really big, but he has that dumb blue mask that covers his face. It's like and like a yellow yeah and like a yellow shirt, something yeah. like that. No, he doesn't have antennas. He just has like a blue mask. It's like it's like a, like like a blue looking glass mask. Okay. Yeah, and a and a yellow shirt. I'm really excited because the JSA is always my, like that's always one of my favorite teams around. They're the DC just like a universe. campy Justice League, right? They're the campy original Justice League because mm. they were like, if you look at the DC history, they were before the Justice League. They were the heroes of World War Two. One Wonder Woman was a founding member, mm-hmm. which would be really interesting if they were to bring her into it. I'm just mo- most excited for uh, Jump Calisera. The yeah. director, you know, he, he directed some pretty good, some actually pretty great movies, in, in my opinion. He's okay. the one who's been keeping Liam Neeson's career alive for the last couple of years. I really like Nonstop. I really liked Run All Night. Yeah. And The Shallows no, is good, too. You know, the Shallows is good. My favorite one from the Liam Neeson ones is the what's the, the one on the plane with Corey Stoll. Nonstop. Is it Nonstop? Yeah. Wait. Yeah. And That's Patrick Wilson, right? Patrick Wilson. I think Patrick Wilson's in that movie. I don't think no. Um, Scoop McNary. Scoop McNary. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I'm, I'm excited about this. I don't think I don't think they would do ISIS. Well, if they do, they would have obviously they would have to change her name because that's what they did with Legends. Because <laughs> ISIS, the character ISIS, is in the show Legends, but you know they changed her name because of why Raul? those reasons. Why? I wonder why. Hmm. I I I wonder. It's not like a dog came out of nowhere from the U.S. military. And killed the leader of this terrorist organization that somehow had the same name. Black Adam. Yeah. Oh yeah, Black Adam is the name of the dog. I think. I wait, did they? You you know what I'm talking about, right? What? That fucking army dog that was the one who killed the leader of ISIS. No way. Really? Don't you remember? There was like that Trump tweet where he's like, "Good oh. boy," and he puts oh, a fucking medal around right, that Photoshop right. dog. That's right. That's the dog that killed. Um, Abu Baker or something like that. I think that's his name. Good boy. Yeah, good boy. Good, good boy. boy indeed. Yeah. Well, besides that, they did that with Archer. Also, don't you notice why they don't call the organization ISIS anymore? Mm. Because of ISIS. 
Mm. Like they did, they left the they, they that's why they wrote themselves wrote the uh, the crew out of the agency, mm-hmm. and they um, did a new one leading led by Cyril. I <laughs> oh <laughs> I I don't know. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I didn't grow up with Archie, so like no, Archie I'm saying probably. Archer. Oh, Archer! Why the fuck would I be talking I, about Archie? Oh, I heard Arch. I oh, oh wow, wow, you tripped me out. Okay, yes, I remember. Yes, 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 yeah. yes, 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 yes. You tripped me out there, <laughs> Jesus Christ! I said Archer. No, yeah, I, I heard Archie. Oh God, whatever. Um, besides that, Joker and you hate Riverdale becomes the first <laughs> Ar- uh film in history to reach a billion dollars yeah and it's not getting a sequel thank christ yeah there was like reports early in the week that uh todd Todd phillips is gonna he got uh control over other uh characters he walked away with he walked away with one or two like dark origin stories for dc villains and a sequel for joker yeah with like with Joaquin in talks a return. This was from rumors, the Hollywood. Yeah, yeah, well, that was from the Hollywood Reporter. It reported it, which that was a big st- misstep. Yeah, no, like, and then huge. fucking Deadline came out to call it fake news, like straight up, and mentioned them and tagged them in their fucking post, saying that too. their whole thing was bullshit. I just thought that was savage as hell, man. Fuck yeah! And then they were like, uh, then um, that's a Todd huge Phillips misstep. came out. Yeah, Todd Phillips came out to say that there was no negotiations going in place right now at the moment, and good. I hope it stays that way. Look, like, yeah. I don't want to... I get it. Joker's a huge success. I'm very happy that it was... But I'm surprised I, that it's actually... Uh, is is at this point now. I just don't know where the story could go if they did a sequel. You know? I kind of have an idea. But they would basically be adapting the Joker graphic novel from 2008 or 2009. The, Bra- the Brian Azzarello one. Which made me think, Jack Frost, who would be a really good choice for that? The guy... The, the blonde-haired dude who's always hanging around Joker... Brad Pitt. <laughs> I don't know why. I thought that would be an awesome ass choice, just so I could see Brad Pitt and Joaquin Phoenix together in a movie. That'd be good, right? That'd be really sweet. That'd be, that would be good. That would be really good. But yeah, I don't want a sequel to this. Yeah, I like no. the movie a lot, but I don't think it really needs anything. I think it works just as well Does as it a need standalone a sequel. Film. Doesn't deserve a sequel. It, <laughs> it like, doesn't really deserve a sequel either. Like I, I don't want one. You yeah. Know? Like, look, I'm interested in seeing. I w- I love Joaquin Phoenix as Joker, but I. I would be fine with this film as it is. What about Scorsese you know? directed Joker film? What he won't do it. Why? Because he he's too it. busy. He considered it. No, apparently that was uh, deconfirmed as well. He was in talk. He, he confirmed that he was going to produce it. He was going to help out with the production, but he was busy with Irishman. And then he also produced uh, Uncut Gems at the same time. I heard that he, he, saw, he read the script for Joker years ago. And was considering doing it, but threw it out to do like his other projects. No, I, I, I've, I've like this was straight from Scorsese's mouth when he said that like he, he thought that the, he thought it was an interesting project, but he didn't have time to produce it. His other producer, his long, long time producer, I can't remember her name right now, but she's produced every single one. Well, of, agree to disagree, motherfucker. All right, but I'm, I'm just saying <laughs> yeah. the actual quote that he said. But um, her, his longtime producer, who she, she's produced almost. I think all of his films at this point, she produced Joker. So basically, there was a Scorsese element still around there behind the scenes in the film. But it just wasn't Scorsese himself. And if they ever do a sequel, maybe Scorsese produces it. I don't fucking know. I don't think he'll ever direct it. It'd be interesting, but... he He's only done one sequel to a film, ever. Who? Uh, the Color of Money. It's a sequel to a oh, yeah. film called The Hustler. Yeah. But secondly, like, isn't even... like. No, it's a his, sequel. 
I mean, yeah, it is, but like it's oh, not it's a, not his, it's not his franchise. It's not yeah. his sequel. Yeah, you know. Well, I mean, it is his sequel. Well, motherfucker, you know. You know what, what I, mean. I, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's not like he directed the first one. Yeah, I think that's that has to be the only one, right? Yeah, it, it has to be. But yeah, congrats on Warner Brothers for having a success. And after Doctor Sleep bombed, unfortunately, and I was so upset about that. Where the fucking Midway movie by um by um uh, Roland Emmerich made more money that weekend than fucking Doctor Sleep. That made me so mad. Midway is a Roland Emmerich movie? Yeah, it's a Roland Emmerich movie. Mm. Yeah. Starring Nick Jonas. Yeah, starring Nick Jonas with a starring Nick Jonas's mustache. Have you seen that thing? Yeah. God. That's a thick one. Uh but yeah. Let's go on to more Batman stuff. John Turturro and a newcomer actress named Jamie Lawson joined the cast. Of the Batman, saw this on the long Twitter. Halloween. I saw I saw this quote on Twitter saying that uh, 2019 has never made me f- feel more alive than these Batman casting announcements. It's just so stacked. It's I like, love it. It's like every single like casting, it solidifies like that whole like grimy Batman aesthetic we've been talking about. Yeah, because like John Turturro is a John Turturro as Carmine Falcone is amazing. That yeah, that's a great fucking choice. It really is. I just imagine him with like the little like pencil mustache and and, and like the, the the cat scratches. I I could cheek. just see him talk like you you haven't seen the night of have you? Yeah, you did. Yeah, oh, okay. I saw yeah. it. Yeah, I could just see him use that accent. Yeah, and just go fucking nuts, man. As uh, as Carmine, just more Italian. Yeah, more Italian. He, you can't get more Italian yeah, than the Jesus. Although I want his Jesus accent in it, actually. God. Yeah. God. You know he's doing that sequel, right? That's already out. That's coming soon. Yeah, they got filmed already. Yeah. yeah. It's it's filmed like years ago, but it's finally coming out next year. Hey, I don't. I'm not I really think it I yeah. think it's called the Jesus Talks. I don't really care for it. To be I, I kinda do. I like John Turturro, and I thought that was actually really funny. I like John Turturro's Carmen Falcone, and and this new uh, this new actress Jamie Lawson. Yeah, she's a Juilliard graduate. People are thinking she might be a Batgirl. Well, no, the character. apparently she's a politician. That's that's in the film. Yeah, she's a new coming, new up and coming grassroots politician is what she's being described as in the film. Mm. Whether she has an important tie to any of the characters, I don't know. Mm-hmm. So a friend of mine was telling me, oh, she's definitely playing Holly Robinson. Then why wouldn't they say that she's playing Holly Robinson? She might play uh, a secret character. Yeah, who Someone could it, else, I don't know. Stephanie Brown? Barbara? If she was Barbara, then might as well just say that she's playing Barbara. You know? Because you already have Jeffrey Wright as, as Jim. And they weren't, like, they, they weren't keeping that a secret. I wonder know? when they're going to... I wonder Watch, she's w- like a Robin or something, maybe. I wonder when they're gonna when they're gonna ain't gonna. Blah, 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 sorry, I can't yeah. speak. I wonder when they uh, are they gonna incorporate the Robin element into Robert Pattinson's Batman because apparently that's what that is coming. That could probably be with this new uh, with this actress, new sa- a sidekick for Pattinson. Yeah, he could probably. You know, I mean, she's white in the comics, but this would be really interesting if they put in a new spin on uh, Harper Rowe. Do you remember her? She was in the so. Snyder run. She was in the Scott Snyder run where she's basically her costume was basically like Nightwing light, but she was a hacker around like the lower Gotham City districts that was just trying to make a living with her brother who was I think her brother was sick or some shit like that. She kind of she kind of has like a similar upbringing to like Jason Todd when she meets Batman or when uh, Bruce meets her for the first time. Mm. And 
she's not in the comics anymore, which sucks because I I really liked her character, but she was just as she was like an or she was like a like a younger punkier or uh, oracle for to, for for Bruce in that run. Yeah, and her design was pretty cool. Her Bluebird was her name. Her name was Bluebird. Yeah. This is a stacked movie. Yeah. Like just in general, and it's gonna get even more stacked. Yeah, this is this is definitely going to be this is definitely long Halloween. Two faces, yeah. Harvey Dent's definitely gonna be in this. I hope it's John David Washington. That'd be really cool. Like it's been rumored for the last like couple of months. That would be really sick. I would love Oscar Isaac. Me too. I just you know you know yeah. I also saw a really good one, Anthony Starr. Oh wow! Right, that would be really cool. That that could definitely work. Yeah. Now is that charm that creepy charm. I'm going to just flat out say, yes, they're probably going to do Long Halloween. Yeah. Do you think we'll get another Joker actor? No. I Because Joker see. is part of the Long Halloween. Wouldn't be amazing if they hold off on Joker until we meet him with as Red Hood? Well, Red Hood's not in the Long Halloween story. But they but could do that would be with Robert Pattinson, is what I'm saying. Yeah, that's, that's true. That would be really interesting. Like we just don't we don't meet Joker until he we just meet a guy in a red hood and falls into the vat, or something along those lines happens. Yeah. Well, okay. To tie it with the last story, um, would you be upset if this actually was some sort of Joker sequel, and it's yes. just like an older Joaquin Phoenix? Yeah, yeah, I would be. Hmm. I would be. I'd rather see just something completely different for Robert Pattinson. Yeah. You know. I just want to see something, yeah, completely his own take. I don't want any connection to anything else. It's and I, and and like it took me a while to finally accept that. Yeah, you know, because for a long time I was like rooting for, oh, this is just like a flash, like a a prequel to like Batflex, you know. But no, this is no, no, thing. it's definitely something different now. This is his own yeah. thing, hundred percent, and I'm completely. Oh, happy just Jared with that. Leto's back. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking yeah, yeah, we're never getting that again. No, but uh, but I, I it would be cool to see like an actor play like Red Hood. And then, eventually, he becomes you know Joker. That I'm would interested. be really interesting and something completely different for the films, you know. Yeah, I wonder what they're gonna do. This is gonna be interesting. Oh yeah, and the rumor is we're gonna get the costume reveal next next month, month. in December. Did we talk about the? We didn't talk about the rumor of how it looked like, which oh, is like it's my blue god. and gray with the white eyes. Oh my god! And it's what the yellow symbol, right? The yellow oval? people. Um, mix mix reports about that. That, oh, okay. that were that it's gonna include the yellow symbol. Sounds like the seventies. I would costume. love that. I saw this really cool design on Twitter. There's like you know concept art like everywhere, and um, it's a it 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 would be like kind of design with the underwear included, and it worked completely. Could you imagine if they they include the underwear as well? God, I I wouldn't put it past them. Yeah, right. At this point, right. But if it's like if we're going to like gothic as fuck. I don't think they would do the underwear. It but could work. I don't know. It could work. It could the, work. It's like, so I, weird because like, this feels Burton as fuck. I, yeah, this right? This cast feels super fucking Burton. Like, I definitely see this, like, in a Burton-directed film. That's what I'm saying. Like, the whole gothic, you know, dark, grimy feel this yeah. movie has. I feel like it could work with the blue with the blue suit. Because, like, it might, like, because, remember, Long Halloween, the, the suit was blue. The suit was blue with the long ears, and which it, I hope was still a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. fuck yeah. Um... I would love to see something like along the lines of that, like maybe in Earth One vibe. That's something. That's what I. That's what get. I was thinking. I also heard. Oh, I I was also on the Reddit DCU leaks, and um, 
like I, I just go on there to just, just you know tickle my fancy, pass the time, yeah. whatever. Tickle and my fancy. I yeah, I also saw different reports about it possibly being like somewhat related to like the Noel suit. But I I don't know about that. That's rumor. always the rumor yeah. with every fucking Batman costume. The Noel suit. The Noel suit is great. It's a great suit. But that's always what everybody said. That's what they said all the time about Batfleck. Oh, it's just a Noel suit. When it's just straight up. We just got bit. We Dark got like bits and parts of it. What are you talking about? That's straight up Dark Knight Returns. It is. It is. But like, I I guess more Justice League looks more like the Noel suit closer no, to it. it. Doesn't. No, I don't know. It I I see. I it's I see way more Bat- armored. I see the Batfleck suit, and like I I I see where the the Noel influence. But yeah, it's definitely Dark Knight Returns. Yeah. But whatever. Yeah, Robert Pattinson's Batman. Like you know, I I I want to see something campier with his suit. But I feel like it could work in a in, in like this gothic vision, hopefully that we're getting with this Batman. No, I'm you know? wondering. Are we gonna get a poison ivy in this? Maybe it's a little too early. Maybe it's too early. Maybe because remember we have two other movies after this. Apparently, apparently, yeah. yeah. So, you never I just, know. I I just hope this one is still pretty standalone. Yeah, you know. I hope this one. Fo- I I hope this one does what Shazam does is doing. It just does its own thing. Yeah, like its set own. up your fucking sequel at the post credit scene. That's it. Like yeah. leave, leave everything else alone for a minute. Yeah. Uh, I hope it's long too. Oh, I want it's definitely gonna be long. I yeah. want. I want. I want a nice long. Wouldn't it be fucking insane if it's not even called the Batman? It's just the Long Halloween. Oh, I'd love it. I, I'd I, cry. I, I'm pretty sure they're gonna retitle it as Batman: The Long Halloween. You think that'd be so sweet? I, eh, I, I would I, love it. It would be so good. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know about that. I freaked the fuck out. It, it, it reminded me too much of like a Marvel Look, movie. Look, cut to me? a fucking San Diego Comic-Con screen. It's just Batman. Like the t- the words Batman. And then the fucking subtitle just comes up from the bottom. And everybody just shits their pants in joy. I don't know. I, I would rather it just be the long Halloween at that point. Instead of, you know, Batman the long Halloween. Because it reminds me too much of a Marvel movie. I get that. You know? But they're, gonna, they're definitely going to put the Batman name in it. Because that's what sells. You know. Hey, the Dark Knight true that is true let's see, let's see. <laughs> man of steel yeah so sold uh speaking of marketing i get no haley's directing Star everyone Trek point Four. and laugh <laughs> I, okay. okay look lucy in the sky is probably yeah it's probably shit but this is the same guy who did the fargo tv show in legion maybe he should just stick to tv maybe but We'll see. There's, there's no stopping him now. He's writing and directing Star Trek Four, which I mean, is the continuation of the fucking Chris Pine. Remember when universe. we were supposed to get a Doom, a Doctor Doom movie from Noah Haley? Yeah, and that would have been sweet. That would have been sweet. Yeah, yeah but Teddy C. Did you? Okay, shit. okay. This is like really off topic, but this is kind of Fox related, I guess, or yeah. whatever. Um, Josh Trank reviewed Fantastic Four on Letterbox. Oh, he has a Letterbox account. Yeah, yeah. He only has like three movies logged but he reviewed uh uh fantastic four what it's like it's not my cut it's like no he just talked like he gave it like a two out of five and he says like yeah it's not complete dog shit but the you know and then he just went like on a, on a whole little like not rant but just like a little retrospective on, on like on everything that happened interesting is yeah. it long not crazy long uh, you should read it. It's it's like it's interesting. Yeah, uh, I I I always find that it, I always find that production. But whatever. Yeah, Noah Haley is set to direct the the next Star Trek. This Star is Trek after 4. the fucking other project that was supposed to bring back Chris uh, Hemsworth as uh, 
as Kirk's dad. Yeah, that fell SJ through Clarkson. for some reason. That fell through for some reason, and now this is supposed to be a direct sequel with uh, including Chris Pine. And um, no, there's no Chris Hemsworth in this. Version. Yeah, no Chris Hemsworth, but yeah. Chris Pine. Yes, the Chris Pine character, which kind of pisses me off because yeah. I would rather see like a Picard, you know, film. Yeah, but we already got Picard. Yeah, he's, already, he's busy already doing. But when I'm a young Picard, fuck it. That's the thing. I, I, I know people fuck would it, fucking just get hate James it. McAvoy for yeah, no, I know people no. would hate it, but like, I would have been really down with a TNG reboot movie series. Mm-hmm. Just to kind of like do the same thing that Star Trek 20, uh, 2009 did, but get a new cast with more interesting characters from Give it to CNG. Noah Haley to let him do his own thing, J.J. Abrams style, maybe, you know? Maybe, I don't know. Yeah, maybe, I don't know. <laughs> I still need to see Lucy in the Sky. I want I, I was excited by it. I, I, I want to check it out just yeah, because people I'm say faithful. it's like really bad. Uh, let's see. Which kind of, yeah. which like makes me sad, obviously, because I, I, I love the, Fargo yeah, so much. The thing that was also like... Legion's great too. Yeah, the thing that was also pretty bad in terms of it this news timing was that like okay officially sj clarkson's working on an hbo max show so that's why she's not really working on start on star trek 4 but it kind of sucks when you get news of oh this is the franchise's first female director on star trek and anything and then you give it to the guy who made lucy in the sky <laughs> yes that narrative is really fucked it's kind of crazy but how, i like, get his it his career didn't just plummet after lucy in the sky like, you get a big gig like Star Trek. Makes you think, like, they really don't care for that franchise. Not that. It's just, okay, I mean, look, it's just on. one. No, no, hold up. It's one misstep, but he's done really good things in other media. I just mean, too. no, I, I just mean in general for Star Trek because it doesn't seem like a, a franchise people, like, care about much. Oh, no, a lot of people care about Star Trek. Eh. It's just that we don't. No, not not just <laughs> we, but, like, it's not that really. Okay, yeah, it has its own fan base, but it's not like. A big thing, like in the I, box office. I I disagree, dude. I look okay. Like the last couple of movies haven't been box office successes. Yeah, but like it's not really a thing oh, people are like are like like crying for. It's, and like I don't think it's a thing that they really believe in necessarily. I don't know about that because the and more like, I've just, I, the more like, I've thought about Star Trek and the more I've like been reading about no, 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 it throughout like, the like, years. No, I've seen Haley, a lot of people look, look, and, and like the, the whole thing with like like getting Noah Haley to do this you know like yeah sure maybe like just one misstep or whatever but like you know this is again this is a franchise that really isn't on its strongest legs and you're gonna get a, a director who literally just had a very 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 bad bomb like critically and financially you know I mean it's not really a good look for the franchise what some I'm movies some directors have a rough start in the beginning of their you know feature film I don't know. I, I I mean this I, could definitely be a big bounce I don't know. back. It's I mean possible. sure, but like I just don't see any reason to be excited for this. Let's see. I'm excited because of the of of his work. You know. Legion ended really strong, by the way. And that was a really good. Oh yeah, season. I watched Legion. But the same thing with fucking uh, Alan Taylor. And him with this like directing a movie. Yeah, but Alan Taylor's a director. He's not creator or writer like noah haley is yeah but still like he he doesn't really work as uh, he doesn't really work as a director and like the transition between like doing stuff in tv and film are very different and no and noah haley is a director so let's see you know i'm 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 not giving up yet on that man uh nick plage is fucking nick cage is going to play nick cage in a nick cage movie it's in john malkovich being john malkovich style film i'm assuming well, okay, I'm trying to find the fucking name of this right now because this is the weirdest news I've the, seen all week. Nick Caged, or Nick the Caged, caged yeah, or like can't that. be caged. Uh, so yeah, it's basically 
he's just playing himself in a movie about what just different personalities of himself. I'm looking it up right now. Uh, no, this is just a useless Vice yeah, it's article. A, it's on some weird like Bean John Malkovich shit. There we go. Found it here. It's coming from the Independent. Um, yeah, coming Cage, from the Independent. Co. Yes. Uh, I didn't know you knew that part. Cage apparently. Yeah, Cage apparently talks to an egotistical '90s version of himself who mocks him for making too many low-budget films. His character is also trying to land a new role, land a role in a new Quentin Tarantino movie. The movie's called The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. <laughs> And it got picked up by Lionsgate, so it should be starting pretty soon. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> oh wait, yeah, there was um. Who's Cage is, it? The some guy here who made a movie called Ghosted. I don't know what that is. Uh, Cage's character is also trying to deal with a considerable level, uh, considerable level of debt. So he agrees to make an appearance at the por- birthday party of a Mexican drug cartel, a member. Uh, no, of a Mexican drug cartel member, who is also a big fan of Nicolas Cage, who wants Cage to see a film script he's written. During all of this, Cage also has to try and keep his teenage daughter happy. This sounds like a student film. I don't know why. I direct it. <laughs> it sounds fucking ridiculous, but I'm very excited. I've heard great things about him in Color Out of Space. I heard he has, like, his crazy freak-out moments. Yeah, but... which is what he always does. Yeah, but... I. I don't know. You think they? You think they were able to get him for Crisis? You think that rumor ended up being true? Google, Mark Guggenheim saying that like there's still a lot of big surprises that they haven't shown for Crisis. I don't know. Can you imagine? I don't know. With most CW things, like things like that get leaked right before, like literally right before like it premieres or something. Yeah, but then I I would feel like they would want to keep some things really really secret. I don't know. You know. Like I'm, sure, I, like, I'm pretty sure we're going to get some sort of animated series thing in there. Because Conroy isn't... By the way, did you read about this? What Bruce Wayne, um, Kevin Conroy actually is playing? Hmm. The Kingdom Come yeah. Batman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With the fucking armor. Yeah, I saw it. You see a tease of that. Oh my picture, god, I'm yeah. so excited. Oh my god, I can't I wait. I just don't really see Kevin Conroy as Batman. Like, like looks-wise, you get me? Looks-wise, yeah, but then you're going to put him a robot talking. cowl yeah. under his head, and he'll yeah, look wanna, like Batman, I definitely. See. I want to see how he looks with the cowl. Oh, I can't wait. I, I hope they do that. I hope Like that's a full costume? Fuck yeah. Yeah. Like the old Bruce Wayne in, in Kingdom Come. Yeah, yeah, yeah. By the way, that's also the same Batman in the world of Superman Returns, because that Superman, Kingdom Come Superman, is the same one, officially, that is um, that Brandon Ralph played in... Superman Returns. But no, but that's the will, same universe. But okay, so Kevin Conroy's Super uh, Kevin Conroy's Batman is is canonically the Batman in Superman Returns universe. Yep, hundred percent. Yep. Okay, that was confirmed like recently by Mark Guggenheim. So you're telling me in Superman Returns, Kevin Conroy was just prancing around. Kevin Conroy was just old. Yeah, or something like that. Kevin Conroy yeah. was just prancing around. As yeah, Bat- Bruce Wayne just jerking off in the cave. I just wish he was huge. You know, I I just wish Kevin Conroy was like a big man. He's huge in voice. Yeah, yeah. Which, which you know, that matters. So yeah, Roma is coming to the Criterion Collection. Holy shit! Who thought that? Really fast too. Yeah, like no, very very. Well, not fast. really fast. It's been a year since that movie's been out. Yeah, but like usually, like Criterion's like don't have Netflix <laughs> movies. <laughs> that yeah. I mean, Alfonso Cuaron has like all, all of his movies on Criterion, so it's kind of... Uh, well, most of they it. They fucking love Alfonso. Y tu mama like, también is on Criterion. Criterion yeah. 
What else is? I think it's just that, right? No, y tu mamá también. I think gravity's our criterion. No, well. gravity's not a criterion. Not a criterion? No, it's not. Then here. Oh. Children of men isn't in criterion, and people have been pissed off about that for years. Obviously, Prisoner of Azkaban wouldn't be a movie on Criterion. But yeah, I'm very happy about this. This is this is exactly what I've been waiting for in the midst of this whole streaming wars bullshit. Like, I want physical copies of some of the really good stuff that's been out from these companies, from these streaming services, and I'm finally getting getting something with Roma. So look on Criterion. Pareja. There you go. Oh, okay. Uh, so actually, I didn't know that movie, yeah. actually. Oh, okay. But yeah. I'm very happy that Roma's on Criterion. Thank God. That, that was, was a good, great, 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 great movie. It's a great movie, and I'm happy to see. Like, th- this is such a big... This could lead to so many big things for the Netflix movies, or just, like, streaming films in general, because we could finally get shit like The Irishman, probably, on a... Annihilation. Like, getting a physical release. F- Annihilation is a physical release. Yeah, but it... Well, yeah. No. It released on... Nef- it was a Netflix exclusive internationally. It was domestic here. We'll have to see that... Or something like that. Yeah. In Criterion. I would love to see a good time Criterion. Oh, that'd be sweet too. I would, I would yeah. you know, I can, like, I saw mock ups of like a possible, like, you know, Criterion. I love those so it. much. Yeah. Do you follow the subreddit, the Criterion subreddit? No. That's where they put all the mock ups for like movies they want to see on Criterion. Mm-hmm. They have like six different covers for a Children of Men Criterion that they've been waiting for forever. Mm-hmm. That's been the running joke of that whole subreddit. Oh, when are we getting Children of Men? Oh, January is coming up. Did we get Children of Men? Oh, we got Roma. Okay, we're close. <laughs> <laughs> um, Nickelodeon and Netflix signed a multi-year deal to make content for the streaming service, which yeah. is basically like another gigantic. It's a big win. fuck you to HBO Max yeah. and Disney Plus. It's another gigantic. It's another gigantic. Uh, uh, what's the term? Uh, power move in the the streaming wars. Yeah, yeah. HBO so now, Max uh, has Cartoon Network and mm-hmm. Adult Swim. Disney Plus has Disney. Obviously, and now Netflix has Netflix has Nickelodeon. That makes it's make it makes so much sense because that Rocco's Modern Life special and that Invader uh, Invader Zim movie were really successful. Netflix, I th- like in quality wise, yeah. And I really love them a lot, so I'm happy to see that they're doing more stuff like that. So really, what's the point of cable anymore? I mean, yeah, it's been you the know? whole. The, I'm telling you, someone like now, like all the kids shows are gonna be the, uh, on each streaming service. Yes. Five to ten years down the line, I'm betting this, we're going to get a service that basically grabs every fucking streaming service, and boom, it's the new DirecTV. The new cable is just browsing through your fucking streaming services, and then just watching them like you're watching regular TV. That's what it's going to be. And it's going to be like $130 a it's month. It's on the internet. Yeah, before like VR streaming is the new form. And then all that... <laughs> oh, that same fucking cycle happens again with a new weird ass medium that we wouldn't have expected. Honestly, I I think we'll get better content on HBO Max with like like the Cartoon Network, uh, with the Cartoon Network deal and the Adult Swim deal. Well, I mean, okay, well we got a Boondocks revival. Uh, Adventure Time and Steven Universe are coming back, I think. And mm-hmm. uh, then you have, well, okay, there's been some stuff that's already been announced for Nickelodeon. Which is, a, finally, I fucking called it, and you didn't sp- respond to it, but I fucking told you months ago, this was going to happen. I'm so fucking excited. We, got a, sp- we got a Squidward spinoff. We're getting a Squidward spinoff, goddammit. Steven Hindenburg never wanted a spinoff. I know that. I know. These characters. I know. And they waited until he died. 
I know, it's really fucked up. Come on. But I knew they were going to do it, and I wanted to be dark, apparently. It's like a music-centric Squidward spinoff that's exclusively on Netflix. Hopefully and Bojack Seth Horseman's next, ending in January. Hopefully it's not like the next Planet Sheen. I hope it's not. Planet, yeah, Sheen. Planet Sheen is garbage. God. <laughs> you remember, uh, it's been going around recently, that clip of Jimmy's dad crying in the, in the outside of the street. It's like, I have no reason to live. No reason at all. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember the Jimmy Neutron Power Hour? The Jimmy Timmy Power yeah, Hour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where they made like Cindy a, they made Cindy a two D character and she looked better for it. They made yeah, right, right. I I love the 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 the, the animation swap. Yeah, yeah. but fun. Timmy looked terrifying. Timmy looked horrifying. Like Jesus. Like it made sense for the fairies. Yeah, but Timmy's face was too like out. Yeah. Like, his eyes popped out too much. No, no. Like, since it was, like, a harsh 3D, you know, like, yeah. the animation, his buck teeth just looked weird. <laughs> yeah. It looked weird. Like, it looked like it was, it was, like, stuck onto his, like, his skin, you get me, when he closed yeah. his mouth. Another good reason why stop motion's better. Remember when they did that for their... Stop rain- motion's better for everything. Yeah, but do you remember when they did that for their ra- um, reindeer segment in the Channel Surfer special? Maybe they had a fucking Birdman, Batman yes. animated series, animated parody, yes, and then yes, they go yes, to a yes, Rudolph yes, yes. Um, TV I remember, special I remember. Yeah. where it's just raining shit from the reindeers. Yes, that's right. It's like chocolate. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. it's not chocolate. They explicitly oh, say it's yeah, not chocolate. Remember, They're just shitting all over the fucking floor. Yeah, yeah, he eats it. It's chocolate. It's like that's not chocolate. Yeah, <laughs> I remember that. I love that. Good times. What was it? It's like a, it's like a mega Crocker. Or hey, something like that, or it was, oh, it was Mega Vicky because wait. they fight in a Dragon Ball tournament. Speaking of holidays, now it's a good time to say, you know, hey, ha- we're, we're, we're our next episode is going to be after Thanksgiving. Have a happy Thanksgiving. Oh yeah, you know? have a happy Thanksgiving. You know, happy stay- Macy's Thanksgiving parade. Are you are you going to do anything Black Friday? I'm thinking about going out. Maybe, like Maybe. just just going out and exploring. It's like the I'm best part. I'm gonna hit up all the red boxes. <laughs> just buy all that shit. By the way. If you guys don't know about Redbox, know about it. That shit's really good. You could get Resident Evil 2 for $15, Kingdom Hearts 3 for $12, and a copy of Godzilla King of the Monsters in blue on Blu-ray for $4. Deserves to be that cheap. Doesn't matter. It's really good. And it's very cheap and affordable. I'm just saying, Redbox is the future for, you know, being financially stable. Uh, but yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, we- so... Uh, I'm sure Nightwing will, costume, yeah, from finally. Titans, and he looks fucking great. I've already seen that picture a couple months ago because I got leaked. Yeah, it looks really fucking nice. I really like it though. Yeah, <laughs> they they have a good sense of costumes for that show. They do, but then there's fucking like uh, Starfire. Oh yeah, but like that's just the visual effects. No, n- no, not just that. Like I hate his jacket. His jacket's so. I ugly. like his jacket. It's, I just it's don't the like Beast his Boy jacket. Yeah, I, I yeah. just don't like. You know what they did to Connor? They gave him the black symbol. The black S. Really? Yeah. Damn. Really cool. Yeah, that's cool. It's just a t-shirt. But like still, I like it. I just love him with Connor. He's just like, he just finds a shirt. Yeah. That just happens to be Superman. He's <laughs> got like the Hot Topic tag in the bottom. $16. Fuck. He also has, puts uh, it back. Um, na- um, Dick also has the electric batons. Yeah. Which I is really that, fucking I find that sick. really cool. Apparently they're, apparently... They're leading up to like a Terry reveal. Damn. Apparently. Terry. Yeah. What the fuck already? So okay, Terry I have Guinness. I yes, yes, obviously. I'm um, What the is, fuck? This is coming from a friend of mine who's already caught up with the season. 
I haven't seen it yet, so that'd be I don't really know. Fucking stupid. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what the implication is right now. But yeah, that'd be really. Apparently, fucking uh, like, look, you have an old man Bruce Wayne in, in season two, right? Yeah, but like, apparently he's he's like it's implied or it's rumored that he's teaching another child. So it could either be Tim Drake. I would or prefer it to be Tim. It could be Terry McGinnis because they said something about a thing called Cadmus or something that's either it's called Cadmus or it's something else that's similar. That's like some sort of Easter egg. That's supposed to be an Easter egg to Batman Beyond. So that's why people are saying, oh, he's probably teaching Terry or Terry McGinnis is going to end up on the show somehow. Do you think after Joker's success, we'll get it? We'll get a Batman Beyond movie. I fucking wish. That'd be sweet. Kevin Conroy. Yes, it has to. No, Michael Keaton. I mean, sorry, not Kevin Conroy. Sorry, Michael Michael Keaton. Keaton. Yeah, yeah. yeah. (sighs) They could have done it. We talk about this all the time. They could have done it. Whatever. Uh, Sin City TV shows in the works. Shopping it around. Yeah, they're shopping around. Frank Miller and uh, Robert Rodriguez again. I don't know if I really want this. (laughs) You know, it's probably gonna be like it's probably gonna end up like on USA. And oh yeah, it, yeah. You know? You, know? you know what? It would be a really the most appropriate place for this show would be Cinemax. Spike. Oh, no. <laughs> Cinemax. Yeah. And you know it's not called Spike anymore, right? It's the Paramount Network. Yeah, Spike fucking went. Yeah. Bye bye. Spike. Ago. Yeah. Remember when when Spike like officially ended and the Twitter got hacked? Oh really? Their Twitter got hacked and just the guy just started saying a bunch of shit. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, this is years ago. Oh, I didn't. I had no idea. But yeah, that's happening. So be excited for that if you want. You know, what else can we do? Like, why even? Can, why are you even like touching that franchise? Just leave it be. You know, it was fun. Like the first movie is perfectly fine. You get all the great stories in one film yeah, and just the first one city movie. That was like a Dame to Kill for is a great story, mind you, but like they just didn't do it well. You know what really made me mad? You know, you get Josh Brolin as like pre-fucked up, um, whatever his name is, mm-hmm. as pre-fucked up, um, uh, Clive Owen. Mm-hmm. When he get in that same story, that's where his face gets fucked up. Might as well just change him into Clive Owen. What's wrong? Like, why? Why do you still keep him as Josh Brolin? You know, Clive Doesn't Owen make any got sense. A, Clive Owen got a cast. Uh, what, what oh cast yeah, it's Bill Clinton. That's great. Yeah, I was gonna put that in the docket, but. Yeah, I, I didn't have anything else to add into that. Yeah, it looks cool. <laughs> That's actually pretty weird casting, but I'm excited about it. Because they had they Clive Owen and Bill Clinton both have such thick accents. Yeah. You know? So I can't. No, imagine but I'm Clive just Owen picturing Beanie Feldstein fucking Clive Owen now. God, I don't. <laughs> I don't, don't want to imagine that. that. Oh man, uh, David Fincher is developing a Chinatown prequel series. Um, with a DA, just Nic- Jack Nicholson. No, it's not. <laughs> well, that would be sweet. No, it wouldn't. Eh. I want Jack Nicholson th- things again. Um, yeah, this is with the Robert Englund or something like that. No, that's the guy who plays Freddy Krueger. The writer of Ch- the Chinatown film yeah. is working on this show as well. And that's it. I feel like I've heard about this project a long ass time ago. It's been like um, a Chinatown prequel of the sorts has been like kind of shopping around. It, it, it's kind of a thing of like a Hollywood legend for years. Like it's like saying like, oh, the Godfather's going to get a prequel. Yeah. Or the Godfather's going to get a remake. This is kind of like that for years, years, years. They've been, uh, they've just been, you know, shopping around that idea. And like people are, like all, have been saying also like, hey, why don't we do a Godfather like TV show or something? It's like, no, shut the fuck up. We I feel like that. I I feel like that would actually work. 
No, dude. Why? What, well, what is I mean, it going to be about? In a world it's going to no, be about look. Michael in the war, right? No, not that. Be about? I'm saying you're literally like doing the same thing again. What? Like, it's just the events of one and two as a TV show. I feel like that would be really interesting. No. But in why? this day and age where The Godfather actually exists, where the films actually exist, it wouldn't make sense. That's sacred ground. Like, that, look, it, I feel like. I don't in think it works because of a, a film, like, it's a, a film epic. You get me? Yeah. I know. I'm just saying, I'm in the in the generation that we live in. I feel like that's that one, Apocalypse Now, Star Wars, and fuck, I don't know, Tron. I guess those are like, or no, Back to the Future. Actually, those are like properties that are never going to get remade or rebooted in some way. Mm-hmm. You know, because that's just I see too Back classic. To the future getting remade. Fuck no. I see that. Fuck getting remade, no. If I'm being real. Fuck no. If Jim Ghostbusters, if Ghostbusters had to fail twice, you know, why would you even try to fuck around with Black, uh, with Back to the Future? Tom Holland as uh, Marty. Mar- fucking you know. Oh, Jim Carrey, ew. Jim Carrey ew. Doc, di- ew. Directed by J.J. Uh, Abrams. <laughs> oh, fuck no. J.J. Abrams will play Doc. Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey as Doc is cool. No. You can't why? tell me that's, that's fucking ew. <laughs> That shit's stinky, dude. That's Ew, fucking. Don't that's, fucking say that. That's stinky. Ew, what are you talking? Disgusting. Ta- yeah. What do you? You really think Jim Carrey would make a good Doc Brown? Megalobox two, season two. Is yeah, Megalobox two. <laughs> Megalobox two was announced surprisingly. Holy shit! I did not expect this at all. I. Yeah. You ha- you haven't seen the show? No, I have. You have? You finished it? But I I saw the first half. Oh okay. Yeah. Um, it ends pretty. Concrete. Concrete. And now it's a se- we're getting a sequel series where it follows the characters like six or seven years later. There's some really cool ass designs. Like Joe has a big ass beard and he has a scar. He sells the scar right in the middle of his cheek. Mm. But he looks like Jesus Christ now. And it's super funny. It's super cool. That that um that new the announcement trailer they had for it obviously was pretty hype because that theme song for Megalobox is really, really good. And they play it with all the concept art in the background. And they're saying it's probably going to be released mid or to late 2020 or uh, 2021. And there was no concrete story uh, details right now. But basically, they were being very vague about it when they announced it. And it was like, um, this will follow, this will deal with how a character is supposed to deal with betrayal and... How you move uh, forward with that? Do you see how I find it really interesting? Do you see how after uh, after season one, how it could how it could be season two with that information? <sighs> kind of. The thing is, like the way they ended season one, it's so weird they even called it season one because I just thought it was like I thought it was a limited series. I thought it was just like that. That's the end. They were not doing anything else with it because it feels so permanent. And so, like, it's very satisfying for an end, for a show mm. as well. It's a very satisfying ending. But, like, it's not really something I would have wanted, to be honest. But you get you put out that trailer. You show me seven, seven years older Joe with the beard and everything and the new redesigns. And I'm thinking, okay, I kind of want to see this. And I hope it's really good. I hope there's a reason why this exists. Oh, shit. Yeah. We're getting it I'm, now. Yeah, we're going. Well, there's no stopping it now. I can't. I hope the. Uh, I really, really hope the soundtrack is just as good 
as a one in season one because my god the sound the soundtrack for megalobox in general is some of the most hype like industrial shit in the bassy world. like yeah yeah oh my god i love it that's really good amy hennig you may know her as the girl behind uncharted. the woman behind uncharted with the narratives and she she's really good in games she's doing a new game studio with skydance they robbed the fucking star wars game from oh her. yeah they robbed that star wars project from her <sighs> yeah but yeah she's gonna be doing new games with skydance interactive see how that turns out yeah skydance is doing games now i'm surprised no wait skydance skydance has been doing games, they've had they've, games yeah. no uh they've been doing like vr games mm. yeah i find it I f- this is gonna be really interesting i wonder what they're going to do Half-Life, Alex, yeah, which, revealed, which so, is basically a VR. It's a Half-Life fully game. yeah, it's a fully immersive Half-Life prequel in VR that takes place between one and two. When is you're playing as Alex, the the girl from Half-Life Two? I okay, so this got leaked ahead of time. This was apparently supposed to be a big game reward uh, game awards reveal for December. And guy had leaked ahead of time, so they're like, "Fuck it." There was a Google Doc that was mentioning it's it, and it Google had, Docs. and it had audio transcripts of Jeff Keighley talking to the develop the, to the developers of the project. God, yeah, it was that. There was that in in depth, and I think it was like the day after Valve officially made a Twitter account, and the first tweet it put out was that they are making Half Life Alex, and they're going to be revealing more on Thursday, and they did. They showed a trailer, which. I'm not going to lie. It looks really good. It looks really good. And uh, Jeff Keighley secretly made a project. um, Yeah, like he secretly made a docuseries documenting the final days of that, uh, of the development on Half-Life Alex, which is going to be coming out. I don't know. I don't know the release schedule for that. But basically, I mean, they're going to go through, you know, how the game was developed, the different stages of it. And they're going to be mentioning all the projects that Valve initially was going to make as their next game, but they canceled it, which would probably be... Yeah, Left 4 Dead 3, probably a Portal 3, probably Half-Life 3, or the Half-Life 3 that we've been hearing about for years. Um, Somebody mentioned in that initial video, one of the developers... Look, I'm selfish and I don't want Half-Life 3, I just want Left 4 Dead 3. That's just me. I mean, that's your franchise. I assume you're not really big on Half-Life. I mean, like, I, I do like Half-Life a lot, but I just don't... I, I grew, like, Le- Left 4 Dead's my yeah. stick. I mean, I really wouldn't care that much because, like, any any news about a continuing Half-Life thing, I was just like, all right, cool. I'll see it when it's real or when it's officially a thing. Hey, but, but if this is successful... Yeah, if this is successful, apparently one of the developers was like, we'll see what we'll do next after, after this hits. But... I don't know. It's so weird because I feel like as a Fall Life, uh, uh, Half-Life fan, you would probably be pretty upset by this because, look, the game Half-Life looks great. Game. Yeah, but it's like fully immersive in VR and v- it's not like VR is cheap. It's not like you could. it's the same price as a PS4. That shit's expensive. How much is it? That shit goes up to like $600, $500 for those sets. You know, those things are like the Oculus and all that stuff. From what I remember, they're they're not cheap at all. You know, and I, I've this is definitely a risk that Valve is putting. This is their first game in a long time, their first Fallout, the first, um, the first Half Life game in over fifteen years. It's coming out in March twenty twenty, where you already have a bunch of stacked titles with Final Fantasy seven and Animal Crossing, and a bunch of other games I can't remember coming out that same month. 
you and then you're also putting your game on VR, which is it's not like there's big ass hits in VR. Like, yeah, I know a Beat Saber, but yeah. Beat Saber is not a big thing that everybody's going crazy and about. And that one like assassin game with the guns. Yeah. And then like or like Tetris Effect or something like that, you know? It's weird to me cuz they're definitely taking a risk by making a fully immersive. That that's that's the big difference. Every since up until now, it feels like every VR game has kind of been more or less a tech demo for something. And not really like um an actual game, to be honest. Mm-hmm. At least that's my opinion. And now they're gonna be doing that with a fully fledged half life twenty hours long. I know people who you know? have VR say they love VR. Yeah. And it's fun. And they enjoy their time. But it's just it's interesting that you're going to be making a big game like this just for this one specific platform. Maybe that's you know? always been the vision for Half Life. Go VR eventually. Maybe. I don't know. They're definitely. This is definitely a risky move from Valve, and I wonder if it will pay off. I hope it does because the game looks great. We need more Valve games. We do. Let's see if they can count to three. Um, Resident, Resident Evil, Evil 3, three remake. Nemesis. Yeah, that's rumored for 2020. Apparently, we're gonna get a. We might get a reveal at the Game Awards, which is I think December 12th. So fuck yeah. Yeah, I'm very excited. Capcom had a very good year. Um, I mean, releasing. it's it makes so it makes a lot of sense. You either remake three or you do eight. Yeah, yeah. So like, and two is a big fucking. Success. I think I think they're just gonna keep pumping out the remakes. Yeah, it'll get to a point where they're gonna have to remake already like the most recent ones. They're not going to remake. They, four. So they remake two again. I don't think they're they ever going the to remake. No, no. I don't. They've already done one. We've gotten zero. We have two now. We might get three. You know, based on this rumor, I think we'll get up to four. Maybe I, I don't think they'll we'll get four. I think they'll cap a four. I don't think they'll do four because four has been ported in so many times, and that's a game that like every yeah, nobody would every, want. Yeah. yeah, it's on every system, and nobody would want that to be you know redone again. Who knows? Yeah. Let's see. Game Awards. Yeah. So speaking of Resident Evil, the Game Awards uh, nominees were announced for this year, and holy shit, they're pretty stacked. Let me just get this link out of. here here oh no i closed it never mind hang on i'll just get it right now uh for game of the year we have some things i was actually really excited about so you have control you have smash for game of the year which i'm actually very happy about you have sekiro shadows die twice death stranding resident evil 2 and the outer worlds pretty stacked i think this should go to smash i don't think it will go to smash i think it should yeah it would be sweet and I would fucking love that, but I don't think it would. It's super weird because their best family game are just the the nominees for that category are basically all Nintendo games. I mean, it's Mario Maker Two, <laughs> Luigi's Mansion Three, Yoshi's Crafted World, something about a rope, Smash and then Smash. Yeah, yeah, it's super weird. I've heard really good things about Control. I have Control. I actually I was going to boot. I booted it up on my PS4, and Did you ever it's get ready to play. I have my pre-order today. I was actually thinking about getting it today. Do it. Yeah, I have. I got paid last night, so I need Jedi. I, I, I need to get Jedi as well. Yeah, um, I've heard really good things. That's definitely a fucking Soulsborne game, dude. Yeah, I saw more. Jesus I, Christ, I saw a that's a Soulsborne the, game. More of the gameplay. I was gonna say that, like, in in out of all these, like, you know, out of all these picks, I de- I, I think that like Smash Brothers is arguably the most popular. And it's the one. Yeah. that like I, I I think arguably like most people have played i feel like there's a good chance it could go to smash i don't just know how huge of an event smash was this year you know 
Yes, but you know the thing is, at the end of the day, like this is kind of like a fan vote. Part of it, part of the um, the tallies for a lot of the rewards are based by fans, but then they have a panel of judges that you know basically finalize the actual voting process in these categories. So we got I could, best. I get yeah. Give me one second. I think it would probably it would be nice if it would go to Smash. I feel like most likely it would probably either go to Death Stranding or maybe Sekiro. Or like I I feel like the big black sheep choices like Outer Worlds is an interesting one. That's I know a, a lot of people shooter. love it. I, I think that that's a pi- that's. A pi- I feel like <laughs> Control and Resident Evil Two would be the black sheep like contenders for this. I wouldn't be mad about Resident Evil Two. I wouldn't be mad either because it looks really good. I wouldn't be mad if Control gets gets the win or anything or like Sekiro. that. That would be the biggest surprise. I feel if yeah. Control would be the one, you know, because that one came out relatively well, recently. Well, no, I don't think that that honestly. It like, feels Control like a sleeper a big, hit. Con, con, yeah, but like Control got a, got a, a a good critical reception. Yeah, upon release. So, I think Resident, if anything, the most realistic choice would probably be like Resident Evil Two. It makes sense, you know. But then people, you would have that argument where it's like, does a remake really need to be? nominated for this thing and i, I think f- so. i feel like i yes. think so because it feels like they changed like a resident lot evil 2 or like call of duty 4 to modern warfare now yeah you know i feel like that's warranted yeah uh best game direction we got control re2 outer wilds not outer worlds which i heard is actually really good mm. it's that indie game where you're it's kind of like no man's sky uh death stranding and sekiro shadows die twice this is kojima's i i feel like I it might like be obviously kojima's i've heard some really goofy shit in death stranding yeah, I know. My God, did you hear about the motorcycle? No, but don't tell me. Oh my God, it's so bad. It's I feel like so this is good. Like, literally, I feel like this is just. Like it's Kojima's. so bad that it's good. I feel like this is just Kojima's because, like, just the the complete hard on the game awards has for Kojima. You know. Yeah, but um, they that doesn't do it out of that doesn't necessarily thing. mean that it's going to win either because like so, it's so, a fan I'm, vote. It's yeah, a fan vote. No, it's not a fan vote. I'm G- saying I told you. It, well, okay, part part of, of it, is you have a vote. popular choice. You have a popular choice made by the fans, but ultimately it's made I feel by like the this judges. Is Kojima's. I feel like this is Kojima's. It could be. The thing is, Death Stranding is also very divisive. Gameplay wise, super de- gameplay wise, but like I critics they, wise, it was super divisive as well. Yeah, but I feel like I, I feel like they they judge like best uh, game direction in in different terms, you know, just Let's like where see. where the story goes, where the general feel of everything, you know, just goes through. Well, I mean, it's interesting because that's a story that doesn't really start until the back half of the game. Really, I heard great things about the story. I've 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 heard really good things about it too, but I heard it takes a while to actually get it going. For best narrative, well, this is a slow gameplay. Yeah, oh. and speaking of story, best narrative, we have a Plague Tale, Innocence, Death Stranding, The Outer Wilds, Control, and Disco Elysium. I have no clue what the fuck Disco Elysium is. Disco Elysium is like one of those old style Lucas Art, um, Lucas Art role playing games, where you're this hard boiled, drunk detective living in South America, working on a case. Jesus. And basically, it, it's like a it's like a Lucas Telltale game. Where all of your choices, you know, really do reflect your character and your outcome either very quickly or just like way down the line to like the last seconds of the game, basically. There was a, I was listening to Castle Super Beast and there was a funny antidote that uh, Pat was talking about when he was playing it on stream where he got really drunk, decided to beat the shit out of a Brazilian kid who was fucking with him. Uh, then he had a heart attack and died. Hard as fuck. Yeah. That's how I want to die. <laughs> there, there's like stamina's for... Your personality has stamina's or something like that. So it's like if you drink more, your confidence gets boosted a bit temporarily, but your morale is like lowered or something like that. 
It, it's based on your emotions, which I find really interesting. A Plague Tale, I've heard really good things about. It's a game with the rats. I heard that's a fantastic story. Yeah. Uh, best score in music. You got Cadence of Hyrule, Devil May Cry hey. 5, Siren Hour, Wild Hearts, Death Stranding, and Kingdom Hearts 3. I feel like this would either go to Devil May Cry 5 or Cadence of Hyrule. Oh, I think this is going to go to Kingdom Hearts. Uh, I don't know. I remember that that game kind of came and went, really. Because I don't really see that many people talking about it now. I do and because most of, my friends, most of my friends love Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. But I'm just saying, like, in terms of, like, social media talk or anything like that, it's been a while. Like, I completely forgot the game Kingdom Hearts came out this year. Also, DMC5's yeah. score was good, but, like, compared to the others, it's I not feel really like, that great. I feel like when it comes to the voting process on that, it's like, do I like Devil Trigger? Okay, I do like Devil Trigger. And then they <laughs> put the vote for that. Cadence of Hyrule, you're remixing Zelda songs. That's awesome. Yeah. I would love that. Uh, best audio design. Um, I have... No, never mind. I was to skip that one. Best performance. Norman Reedus, Death Stranding. Courtney Hope, Control. Matthew Peretta, uh, Control. Mads Mikkelsen, Death Stranding. Laura Bailey, Gears 5. Ashley Birch, The, uh, the Outer Worlds. I've heard that this might actually probably go to Mads Mikkelsen. Because Norman Reedus doesn't talk that much in Death Stranding. He doesn't really have a lot of dialogue. But then apparently Mads Mikkelsen chews the scenery super fucking hard. Mm-hmm. And I want it. Yeah. Yeah. Best ongoing game. You got Apex Legends, Final Fantasy fourteen, Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Siege, Destiny 2, and Fortnite, which is also the same categories as best community. I don't know. Fortnite, I guess. I've heard re- I heard that Final Fantasy fourteen got a big-ass boost with their new Shadowbringers DLC. Like, that brought a lot of new people into the game. And it almost rivaled WoW when Classic was coming out. I'm surprised Classic isn't there. Yeah, right? Yeah. Classic was pretty big. Yeah. I don't know so much about Apex, because I feel like that one kind of... I feel like the only reason I kind of know more about Apex is just because I have, like, two... We have two friends in our group that still play it mm-hmm. at, like, two in the morning. And that's kind of it. For I feel like it would go to Fortnite, though. Cause it's like, oh, you have your Batman skin, and now you be, you now you could play a Stormtrooper skin, and you have mechs and the whole season two and all that bullshit. Uh, best indie game, you have Baba Is You, Katana Zero, Untitled Goose Game, thank God, Disco Elysium, and Outer Worlds. I don't really know about the uh, other Outer four. Wilds. Outer Wilds, Outer Wilds, my bad. Yeah, I want Untitled Goose Game because that's the only one I played, and I really like it, and it's funny. Um, I. Okay, best fighting game for a quick second. Dead or Alive 6, Mortal Kombat 11, Smash Ultimate, the Jump Smashes. Force, Sam Show. The Smash Brothers. I feel, like that would actually pro- I feel like that would probably go to MK. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, I've heard so Brothers. many good things about MK. No, no, no. Man. It's going to Smash Brothers 100%. Really, it's just like, it's just three games here that are actually good. MK11 is pretty fun. Sam Show is really fun. Smash is Smash. You know, Jump Force, I did not give a shit about. Nobody does. It's not, it's super buggy and it wasn't good. And Dead or Alive 6, it's Dead or Alive, I was never really into it. Uh, let's see. <laughs> I have Content Creator of the Year. but I'm Fuck not- it, who's Content Creator of the Year? Let's see. Let, let's see. Let, let's see. You have Co-Rage, Ewok, Shroud, Dr. Lupo, and Grevfig. Wow, I uh, well, I know none of these. I know Shroud and I know Doctor Lupo, but only by name. I'm gonna vote for Ewok because I like the name Ewok. Uh, let's see, best esports player. No, you have Bugha, you have Perks, you have Sinatra, Bugha. you have Faker and Simple. 
I'm gonna go for Bug Hug because that's the guy. That's the oh, kid yeah, who won that Fortnite tournament, oh, and yeah. then he got swatted on stream. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm a. I'm a. That's it, it's a pity vote for me. And that's about it. I'm gonna just go one, two more you quickly. Fucking best action game: Apex, Modern Warfare, Gears Five, Astro Chain, Devil May Cry Five, Metro Exodus. I feel like it would probably go to Modern Warfare. Realistically, though, by I me mean, no personally though, I would want it to go to Astro Chain. I heard good things from from Gears Five, dude. I heard yeah, good but from Gears Five, got like that kind of like that also kind of came and went too. I forgot that else that that game came out this yeah, year too. Yeah, but it's on Xbox, so like you know. Yeah, let's see. If it's on Xbox, does it really matter? I like Astro Chain because it's basically it's like JoJo stands, but they're cops, and it's from the people who made Bayonetta. I like that action adventure. Borderlands 3, Death Stranding, Link's Awakening, Control, RE2, Sekiro. Borderlands 3, definitely. Okay. I don't know. No, no. <laughs> That'd be, I mean, I, I mean, I think it definitely has a chance. I don't know if Death, Stra- Death Stranding is not an action-adventure game at all. It's an adventure game. I mean, it's a walking game. Yeah. Uh, it's interesting that they Link's put Awakening. In Link's Awakening in there. Exactly. Would a remake count? I think a remake does count. Yeah. Well, I mean, that one's a complete remake, too, visually. Yeah. Same everything. with same with same with RE2. Sorry, same with RE2. I re- so I retract my former statement on that. But yeah, it. Oh, probably RE2, maybe or Control or Sekiro. I want at least one of those three to get a win because I like the look of Control. I like RE2, and I haven't played Sekiro yet, but I feel like that would. I feel like that should get a win. Uh, and that's it. Game Awards are coming soon, like the twelfth. And we're gonna get big reveals, I guess. I feel like we're gonna get big reveals. It's gonna it's gonna be next game I'm getting is Jedi Fallen Order, so Yeah, I gotta get that I gotta get that and Death Stranding. I have to pick up my pre- Yeah, I gotta, I gotta do both. Yeah. Whatever. Alright, that's it with news. Wow, we're an hour and a half in. Fuck. Um It's quick. Okay, I'm gonna let let's leave let's leave that first one for last for a second. Because I think we might get into spoilers, maybe. Uh so I've been watching Demon Slayer, Kimetsu no Yaba. Which is a new, um, it's not new, it came out this year, but it's the newest Toonami dubbed series on the block. And it's basically, do you know anything about this show? No. Okay. So, it kind of starts off like your typical anime shown, uh, in anime, where the lead character, who definitely looks like a shonen protagonist, um, uh, fuck. Uh, is he an orphan? Yeah, he does become an orphan. Nice. I can't remember his name at the moment. But literally the first episode, the first five minutes, he goes out. He's like, bye, guys. Bye, family. I really love. I'm going to get some milk or something for you guys. Oh, it's getting dark. The demons are going to come to get me. So I'm going to stay in this uh, this um, nice person's house. I get to the house the ne- that following morning. Everyone's dead. Nice. The whole family's fucking murdered brutally nice. by demons. And oh, Tanjiro, that's his name. And Tanjiro's sister, Tanjiro's like old youngest sister, um, Nezuko, is the only one that's alive. But for some reason, she's been turned into a demon. And basically, it's a revenge story. He keeps her. He keeps his sister. His sister has this weird power where it's like apparently, like in the show, demons are like uncontrollable beasts that really need to feed on human flesh to survive. Or else they'll go crazy. And the more flesh they eat, the more grotesque and demon-esque they look. Nice. So, um, it's, so I, it's a very grotesque anime. Oh, you get some fucking Dark Souls bosses in that like, third or fourth episode. Dope. Yeah. But with Nezuko, 
she kind of has a bit of a conscience because she doesn't want to kill her brother. And she and it's revealed that like she gets energy by sleeping a lot for like months on end instead of just like feasting on human flesh. So Tanjiro makes this deal with this other demon slayer to meet up with this old uh, sensei. And he's basically, I got to become a demon slayer because I need to find out how to turn my sister back into a normal human being. And I want to take revenge on the people who killed, on the demons who killed my family. And there's nothing really much than that. It's a really dark and serious show. And there's not that many moments of levity in it at all. It's like, I think it's up to like 26 episodes now, but I'm watching it dubbed weekly. And it's it's interesting because it's got like a weird mix of CG, like for like wide shots thrown in mixed with a bunch of 2d animation and then some some of the some of the action they have like the the cg mixed with 2d animation in there and it actually works really well and like cg fight scenes yeah some kind of but like they were able to cover it pretty well it's like how they do with fighters like with dragon ball fighters how they Mm -hmm. you know it's cg but it's like not completely cg either um it's really it's really fun it's really sad and dark because it's just like poor Japanese kid who just he he doesn't know how to continue on with his life because like literally he's continuing he's trying to like enact revenge just days after his whole family's been murdered and his sister's been turned into a monster mm-hmm. so he's struggling to train and he's he's getting there but he's also just like racked with so much guilt and sadness and you like just see him like like struggle with like continuing and going on with, you know, becoming a demon slayer, which I find really cool. Uh, the, the opening for the show is really, really good. It's super fucking anime. That, that song I played for you, that song that was playing in that Star Wars prequel anime fan uh, fan video, that's, that's that's the opening of, this, uh, of the show. Mm. It's super epic. It's super fun. But right now, it's it's really, really, it's really interesting. I like it a lot. I, I It's a very colorful show. Because you have yeah, I like the animation style a lot. Yeah, it's it's super it's super colorful too. Where you have like the characters' robes that they go from like you know old style Japan painting blue like the waves to green and black like a checkerboard uh, style. You have his sensei who has like this. He never takes off this like weird looking mask with a pointy red nose there, and that's that part CG, but it works. A lot. It works pretty well. It's not like super distracting, but it's also very colorful. I, I like, he, and, and I like that. Like he has this weird. They they obviously have to have like some sort of power ranking within the fighting in the show, right? So they kind of have like these weird supernatural abilities. Uh, the demon slayers with their swords, where they're able to like create some sort of energy from it. So like there's you have this one kid who has like electricity coming out of his uh, sword whenever he slashes through things. And then with Tanjiro, he has this awesome effect where, like, he slices uh, monsters in half, but it's it creates, like, a blue wave, blue, like, old-style Japan painting wave mm. effect that just kind of, like, covers the screen in, like, blue and white, um, and, like, blue and white painting kind of thing. It's super cool. I really like it. It's a very visually fun show. Mm. Yeah. Uh, I'm, like, five, six episodes in. I like it. It's pretty cool. Uh, through the dub. Yeah. Yeah, through the dub right now. Yeah. Tatsunami. Tatsunami, yeah. Uh, that's 
actually all I've seen this week. Yeah, it's, it's, been, it's, it's been, been it's been pretty much. busy before I've gotten into my Thanksgiving break. Thank God. I haven't been able to watch much. Uh, I've been watching Imagineering, mm-hmm. which is which it's a docu series. Uh, one of the original docu series on uh, on Disney Plus. Propaganda, uh, right? Yeah, I mean it is brainwashing, but it makes you appreciate Disney more. Through uh, its propaganda. Yeah, literally. Yeah. <laughs> That's good, but. <laughs> <laughs> The other thing I want to talk about. The other thing I want to talk about is something that's like proving that the brainwashing is working for me. High School Musical, the musical, the series. And you hate Riverdale, huh? (laughs) How? I mean, I just hate like the like. This is not my kind of show at all. You know this. I know. This is nowhere near my kind of show. But wait, High School Musical or High School Musical and Riverdale? Those just those really corny fucking teen comedy shows that keep it lighthearted and like no i fucking hate that shit but like this is like not bad like okay so what's the fucking deal with this show so basically it's it's basically like glee that's kind of the style like um, like almost office-esque type of uh type of you know way to like interview people like they interview people and like they uh they uh like the camera like the a doctor series kind of yeah, yeah it's 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 like zoom ins and you know, it's it's part of the joke of the show. But basically, the story goes that um, the school where they filmed High School Musical, like the actual school, is having a play based off High School Musical. So, and basically, High School Musical is like the th- is like the one thing about this like school that everyone knows. Like everybody there, like Ew. loves uh. High School Musical. It's like a cult, you know. Like hey, wait, it's is it not the same school where they filmed High School Musical? It is. Okay. It's the same school, but it doesn't take place in the canonical High School Musical. Yeah, like universe. Troy isn't a real character, but Zac Efron is, right? Yes, yes, okay. that's how it is. That's yes, so that's, that's weird. how it works. That's how it works. Yeah. Okay. And they they reference Vanessa Hudgens and Zac Efron all the time. They always show like clips and like they will show clips from the show they show like uh they sh- i mean they, they show clips from the movie they show like Ew. the the dvd box of like the movie like, the show, like, and do they put a fucking price tag in the middle of that shot no like okay. it's, it's, like it's the sh- the whole show is definitely like for the generation that grew up on this high school some musical. kojima-esque products placement no it's like it's <laughs> I would say like the show isn't bad. Like I was just watching it unironic. Like we okay, like my girlfriend just put it on Disney Plus where after we watched The Mandalorian. And they were just like, fuck it, why not? Let's just why not? You know why not? <laughs> so we put it on. And I just we just started watching it. I just started watching it kinda like half paying attention. Then eventually I just put all my attention to, towards it. You told me this show is surprisingly dark or like no, no, weirdly it's like, real. It's like edgy. Yeah. It's like weirdly edgy. Like Ooh. there's some like adult centric humor that like you can only get if you're like, you know. An adult? Like if you're a teenager, you oh, get okay. me? Like this show is definitely for like, you know, like 15 to like 17 age range, I guess. You know, it, it's for like that weird like. It's for, it's like for that weird generation. That weird that, high school musical. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that weird generation that grew up on High School Musical. It's for that. It's it's for them definitely. And like it keeps it, you know, the humor is it has its like kitty like cringy like CWS humor, but it then it has like the edgy ones. Like I'm pretty sure like one of the teachers is trying to fuck one of the students. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck, really? Yeah. Um most of the actors kind of suck. Like they they're all kind of bad. 
like in that we in that like very awkward te- uh like yeah Disney Channel way you know like they all look like they're from Alien Ant Farm <laughs> like oh ew so like, like they're, it's like a nineties set show no like an no ugly it, late nineties set show it's just like like no it's just like or the way they act like the way they act oh, is what I mean like can you give me an example no please come on come no. on how like I don't know you're the one who's fucking watching it <laughs> there's one character his name is Carlos he's definitely gay. Okay. And he's probably like the funniest character in the show. He's kind of cool. And he's like Indian too. Okay. So like he has like. Wait. A very fem. But like his accent's very feminine. Okay. Like he's very like flamboyant. Flamboyant. You get me? No, I'm just saying like. His name's Carlos, but he's Indian? Or yeah. Well. Native American? Yeah. No, yeah. No. No. He. Uh, that's just me being fucking like disgusting. Okay. Uh, like. <laughs> Like okay. no, he's not Indian. He's like he's probably Hispanic or okay. something. I don't know. They didn't really like. It was a name like Carlos. Yeah, no, yeah, but whatever. Yeah, I think his name is Carlos. And what the fuck? <laughs> I'm like half watching the show, so Raul, shut up. But he's funny, I guess. Yeah, I'm pretty sure one of the teachers is trying to fuck a, a student. Um, the main character is like an Andrew Garfield skater type dude. You know, oh, okay. like almost like Spider Man. Like he's just like. He finds things. He, he finds like musicals, like stupid, and, and like you know everything kind of stupid. Oh, okay. So he's like, so he's like the Troy of the show, kind of. But the thing with that he dance is in the that, golf cart. But the thing with that is that he only wants to be in the the musical because this this girl who's supposed to be kind of the Vanessa Hudgens. Oh, the he show. wants to fuck the girl. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And then there's that's this straight one, up like one. And then, then there's one character. Doesn't who's Troy like, need to fuck? Doesn't Troy not need to fuck? Doesn't Troy want to fuck Vanessa Hutchins? And that's the reason why he's in the uh, musical in the first place. Pretty sure. I think. I'm not sure. I fucking hate those movies. That's why. I, yeah, I don't like him either. I don't but understand like, why I know. I know so much about them, even though I taste them. It's just something we grew up on, you like, know. So much. It, it was like it was always in Disney Channel. You know, like each High School Musical was such a big event. Yeah. Like, you know. Ugh. But yeah, watch the show. I'm not. Don't. I'm sorry. I'm not yeah, going to watch it. Yeah, don't. It's fine. I don't want to. You're honestly, you're, you wouldn't be like me and you wouldn't be wasting time if you <laughs> watch the show. Like, I'm definitely wasting my time watching the show, but like, I'm watching it and it's a good like, character study. Good character story in, in what? In shit? Like, Yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> On Disney Plus. It's just, I don't know, man. Like, fix your, I've, fix I've never. Mic, fix the mic. Oh, yeah. I've never been interested on it in the first place because I just I don't like High School Musical. I think I don't like High School Musical. I think either, all three me. of those movies are shit, and I they find are. it really funny that they try to make it serious. By the time that three becomes an actual feature film, and they yeah. they put like actual film cameras High School in there. Musical the movie. Yeah, <sighs> yeah. Ew. Like whatever. Mandalorian. Well, okay. Wait. Do they? How are the songs? How are the songs? Are they as catchy and as dumb as the original ones or no? Does, they only sing when they're like rehearsing or when they're like... Um, oh, man. Yeah, so they, they don't actually go in that summer. Fuck, so he doesn't yeah. do like bed on it in like the locker room naked or no, some shit like No, that? no, no, They talk up. They reference High School Musical 2 all the time. And like they reference all the movies and shit. Ew. But God. I'm pretty sure that like the next season will probably be like a summer-centric season or something. Make it a High School Musical like two mm, things. It's like the boys are back. Yeah. Why am I well, talking about High School Musical? I don't, I don't even know why I'm fucking watching is, it. This is, honestly, we're doing it for them. Yeah, it's for the people who are interested. It's funny. Like it's. It, I think it's. Ju- I think it's funnier than I'm just watching it. Yeah. I think that's what's funnier, not the actual show. That you're watching that. Like you're not watching Watchmen. 
you're just sitting down watching, watching this. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of which, last episode of Watchmen, fucking really good. Oh my god, god amazing. Man. Looking Glass is the shit. I love him so much. Yeah. God, he's so fun. He really is great. Um, that was seven fucking versions of Careless Whisper in one episode. Yeah. That's a lot. <laughs> yeah. I love David. It felt really annoying halfway through. The Mandalorian. Yeah, let's talk about Mandalorian now. Thank so God. we've been watching the only reason why I Disney watch Plus. Disney Plus. And it's really good. I really, really like it. I like it. I'm not in love with it right now. It's exactly the kind of Star Wars story I want. You know, it's the, it's the, it was always, this is like what I always wanted from like Star Wars, you know, just a grounded Western samurai type of movie. One lone gunman. Yeah. You know, and, and this so far the show has taken like a certain direction that was completely unexpected. And so far has just taken over the internet, uh, by storm. Because one specific character, we'll talk about in spoilers. That's not really a spoiler though. at this point. Yeah, it isn't. But whatever. Let's just leave. Let's just put that to the side. Look, what do you think of the characters? What do you think of Mandalorian? What's your issues with? <laughs> What's my issue? Yeah, what the fuck is <laughs> wrong with right? you? Yeah, no, it's wrong. I mean, it's just not. It's not a great show. I like yes, it. Yes, it is. No, yeah, no, it's not. Yes, it is. <laughs> it's it's not. a great show. It, there's some things that they could work around. Look, all right. First there of isn't all. anything glaring for me mm. at all. Let's see. Well, okay. I really like the fact that they're actually half-hour episodes. That surprised the hell out of me when these came out. Because I'm like, oh, it's probably just the first episode. Oh, okay. They're all 30 minutes. That's amazing. They're <laughs> quite really cool. And they, yeah, and they feel like they go by fast. A lot of them. For the most... Sometimes. The... I like... I like... What you, what you said, I like that it's basically... It's a spaghetti western remixed in a Star Wars setting where you have this interesting enough protagonist that he, he's got something i guess it, it it's weird okay because that fourth episode you kind of get a little bit more with it and i like the whole culture of the mandalorian you know um like this is set, the way. yeah like underground setting that they have set this up the in way. this show yeah the, the, the i, I kind of like that what i don't like is that you really it it, it kind of looks you know, hammy and stupid in some points where it's like, yes, I get it. You have a character who does not take off his mask. And unfortunately that kind of just leads to some weirdly expressionless scenes that feel like either kind of comedic or just like weird to look at. And thankfully it's, you know, it's, it's, it, it, at least it has a voice with Pedro Pascal playing the character, but I feel like some, as a character, I, I, I think he, I think he is pretty good. But there are some moments where it's just like, it feels like it's just a line being delivered with no weight or impact at all. And then there are some where he, like it looks like he's actually giving a shit. I feel like it, I, I feel like the show or like is, it has sounds like it's a giving good, a shit. I feel like the show has maintained a good, uh, a good, uh, a good, uh, a good way to like, to like kind of like s- subtly show his humanity, you know. Where he walks yeah. around being a t- like the tough badass, or you know, around like yeah, the he definitely loves to walk around a lot. And that's pro- that's my other problem with it. I like yes, it's a half hour show, but I feel like we spend a little bit too much time on him just walking around I being silent in the middle of those cantinas. I feel like the show we've gotten a good balance. I feel like I feel like we we we've gotten a good balance of just like 
fun Star Wars action with you know a paced out story you know giving good giving good time to show humanity for the character when you know when it's needed you know I I could tell through his body movement I get a lot you know I don't it's just very stoic and like stiff for a lot of it there was a moment in the fourth episode where he flips inside of a speeder bike and I was surprised he was able to move that quickly because the whole time he's just been fucking walking and just been super stiff yeah, but he's throughout a lot of those fights. Throughout the, throughout like the show so far, he's, he's been pretty agile. Well, I mean... Moving around and shit. Well, he can Jawas, move, but like... You know? Yeah, I, there's been some parts. It's just that it feels like it feels very robotic at some parts. That fourth episode specifically, it caught me off guard because it's like, oh, I didn't know he could flip that fast. I'm really, into the, well, I'm really into the show so far. I'm into it too. I like it. I think the strongest episode so far has been that second episode where it's basically last episode for me where it's it's basically a a cart a live action cartoon in the vein of samurai jack where he's just chasing down Ewa, uh jawas and the jawas don't give a fuck and they beat the shit out it's of like him star wars slapstick it's yeah it's really funny and it's yeah. it's, it's actually played out really well should, I, we, should we get into spoilers uh no i wanted to get one more thing out of the way um i do think the cat i think think Besides some po- parts with the Mandalorian himself, I think the rest of the cast is pretty fun. I love, oh yeah, I love Nick Nolte as an Ugnog. I have spoken. I have spoken. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> and then you have Carl Weathers as as Lando. <laughs> Fucking dick. Yeah. Mando. Yeah. Mando. I, 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 I got some cash, Mando. <laughs> God. God, so loud. I got a job for you, Mando. Don't uh, you fuck around with me, Mando. It's funny to me. I love him so much. He's yeah, no, great. He really is. He's really good. Um, Werner Herzog is the best part because Werner Herzog is definitely there for the money, but he's giving a shit, which is good. Yeah, uh, so far he likes the show. <laughs> Did you hear that shit about John Favreau? He didn't know who Jeff Favreau <laughs> he didn't was. didn't know who John Favreau was. That's funny. So he wasn't intimidated by him. <laughs> it's a Werner Herzog thing. I love that. You know um, what? You know, you know what's even a better Werner Herzog thing? Mm. He, 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 the only reason why he's in The Mandalorian was so he could get, fi- get financing. Yeah, for I his told next you that. I, I said that on the podcast. Yeah. Yeah, that's so funny to me. I love that. Um, And I love the, the subtle world building. Yeah, of the show, like uh, how they uh, how there's callbacks to the original trilogy, but not in, uh, in, in, in on the nose. I mean, you way. have that salacious crumb being roasted on a spit, and I was so happy to see that. That's funny. I hate that alien so much. Really so funny. I was really happy to see it in a cage getting fucking burnt alive to be mm-hmm. eaten. Um, I, I, no, I do like the world setting. I like the interesting aliens that pop up around. I I love. I I I, I guess that's why we kind of just spend a lot of time with um them just with Amanda just walking around because we want to get a sense of atmosphere. I just feel like some of those scenes go a little bit too long and it gets a little bit boring, you know? I And, I, and I'm interested to see what... Because this isn't, this isn't firmly set on one planet. I'm interested to see what other planets we're going to be going through in this season because you get one that apparently isn't Tatooine, but it's very similar to Tatooine mm-hmm. that looks fantastic and it's so cool and like the scope of that world was super huge when you have that awesome uh sequence with the with the sand speeder and then you have that uh, cool little like ice planet there that in the, fr- oh, in the yeah, beginning the of that episode. first episode yeah which i like with that this, first uh, scene's great i do like that scene you know and you it answers some questions that you know i've always had in the back of my mind as a star wars fan which is like what happens you know if you're in the middle of those doors that close like a circle from the center, 
or what you happens when half. yeah you get cut in half what happens what what happens if you're really annoyed with that stupid little droid thing that talks in an alien language from Jabba's palace oh you could just rip its head off <laughs> like, it, it's interesting stuff like that oh yeah what what happened if you need to take it what happens if you need to take a shit in the star wars universe oh there's, there's a actually a toilet but you have to like press your ass against it i, I think that horatio sands alien had to like do something weird there. what do you like, think of the score I actually really love the score. The score is great. The dude. score is really cool. And it's very different from John Williams' music. It's very Western. Not even Western. There's some fucking electric guitars in, there, in the yeah. middle there. And yeah. synced. And it's kind of, it's very similar to, and obviously it's Ludwig van uh, Gohansen who's the score, who did the score for Black Panther. But it's very More similar to Oscar Black Panther. Yeah. yeah. The score is very similar to it yeah. too. And I like it. I like the man- the Mandalorian theme itself is pretty cool and like it's it's pretty like it's slowly bombastic. And this fun. show is just so cool. It is cool, and then I feel like there's some points where like it's being a little bit too cool, and it doesn't really work as a narrative. Like I I feel like in the I fourth episode, works perfectly I, cool. for what it's going for, I feel like it, it's hitting all the right like beats. I don't know because there in in some yet in some parts yes, in some parts no. The the fourth episode did a really good job with me trying to like with trying to um, get me to understand the Mando character more Mando. in like the sense of its coat like the, the his role like in the sense of like his role in his culture and what that means for other mandalorians and you know getting these jobs compared to other bounty hunters out there i find that interesting mm-hmm. i don't like the whole backstory thing where it's like oh my god my family died and i'm stuck in a cage like fucking felicity jones <laughs> like I, I i i feel like that's very cliche and kind of like it's it, it doesn't really do anything for me for as a to sympathize with him as a character but now, yeah, let's get into spoilers, I guess. But Baby, Baby Yoda. Yoda, though, yeah, I, I feel like, I, I, I feel Baby like Yoda I was able to Star get Wars it. Baby together. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, uh, I feel like that kind of helped a little bit too. But it's kind of meeting me halfway with understanding Mando as a character because it's like, oh my god, it's this adorable little Mogwai, and uh, he and um, he wants to protect it, and he doesn't want it to die. I, I kind of get it. I like I, I you definitely get that relationship much more in that second episode. It's just that there's that scene in the in the third one where he's like, oh my bad. I was saying th- uh, fourth instead of third, but you get that scene in the third episode where like he's he's put, gonna put the ball back in that little screw, and then you just see his head mm-hmm. just put go down, and that's it, and no sound at all. Silly to me. It's funny, but I I like I, it. I I I like that. They were able to keep us a, this cute little merch piece of merchandise for the whole show. Dude, literally everyone just brought is has been brought together by this thing. Oh yeah, no, because it's adorable. Baby Yoda's a cute little thing. It's precious. You it's, know? The, it's the most. It's and the it cutest. actually it actually coos like a baby, even though it's fifty years old. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, and it could fucking choke on. And it's frogs. possibly the chosen one. I don't think so. Yeah, no, I, I don't think so. Yeah, I no. I don't want anything special in terms of like the whole Star Wars canon. With it's that just a baby. baby. I just and, wanted to just be a baby. And I and I, and I hope we just don't get anything about yeah. that species. <laughs> it makes love, you think of that species as just force. Well, just, I I I see it more or less as a bastard child, Jesus. probably. The third episode is called the sin. What yeah. is the sin? That the Mando broke his code and took the baby, or yeah. that the baby, like like a Yoda baby, exists. Is yeah, <laughs> that baby shouldn't be alive, according to Werner Herzog's eyes. I'm, I, 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 I like the inclusion so of cute. the thing. He's so adorable. I love that it's it's a lot of it's very much puppetry. Yeah, yeah, and it. you could tell it's a puppet. You, you too. could definitely tell, and it's super adorable, especially when it's doing like his little force powers and got tuckered out. 
No, no, no. I, I like when it just walks around. Yeah. And like, and like the man just picks it up. Yeah. He's just, eh. it's, it's, it's like a little sack. Yeah. Because there's some shots where he's like carrying it around. You obviously don't see the Yoda figure inside it, but it looks mm-hmm. like he's like, it looks, it looks way tinier than you think it would be. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it's super cute. Um, I yeah, think it, it, it definitely it, helps out that a, relationship. It's a nice dynamic in the yeah. show. Yeah. That I was not expecting at all. No, definitely. Yeah, who would thought a fucking Mando and a Yoda thing? Baby Yoda, yeah. yeah. and a Baby Yoda would be in a thing together. Samurai and Cub. Wolf yeah, and Cub. Lo- Lone Wolf and Cub is mm-hmm. what I was thinking of that in that second episode. And and that definitely helped me out understand, like, Mando's empathy and his sense of character mm-hmm. a little bit more. Um, I, I, was actually, I was actually wondering if they... If, because the third episode just starts off with him just returning the baby back to Werner Herzog. If they just like that, they leave it like that and that's it. You never hear anything else about that baby ever again. I'd, I'd be depressed. Yeah, it would be really sad. Yeah. But yeah, no, I, that's definitely what we're going with now in the show. It's going to stay as baby the entire show. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, they age horribly long. So like it's going to stay a baby for like the that pro- Mando's going to be dead in the ground and He'll probably that baby Yoda is probably gonna have like a face, like some facial hair. <laughs> That's it. Little facial hair on top yeah. of his head. It's adorable. <laughs> this reminded me of that. Um, I had to explain some of my friends what Yaddle was. Mm. You remember Yaddle? Yaddle. Female Yoda, who's oh, like yeah, her cousin, yeah, yeah. who's his cousin or something like that. Force sensitive. Yeah, but she looks even uglier than Yoda because she's got like Hideous. hair. Hideous. She got like a full head of hair in the back. It's super weird. <laughs> it's super fucking ugly. It's disgusting. But. <laughs> that's really the only spoiler in that show but ev- then again ev- that got so widely talked about that i really can't consider it a spoiler anymore yeah and I'm, I'm surprised that they were able to keep it a secret for that long until they released it and that's really it just baby Ligyoto just yeah. looks so cute do you think we're never going to get taika watiti back as that ig droid I think the I, I think Taika might be just like a uniform voice for the IG droids. That would be interesting. That'd be yeah. cool. That could work, you know? I found that really cool. That was a really great sequence. Oh yeah, the Getting shootout to know, sequence. Yeah, because I've always wondered, oh yeah, how does a IG unit fight work? Yeah. And you wonder why. And now we know why IG eighty eight is one of the most feared droids. Yeah, because it's just three sixty degree, no scoping everything. It's crazy. God, he's a pro gamer, yeah, basically. Literally. That IG is a pro gamer. It's aimbot. Huh? Aimbot. Aimbot, yeah. yeah. I really like that scene in the first episode where Mando just like jumps on top of the turret and he's like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's like straight up like an action movie. From I, the I 80s. love the flamethrower. Flamethrower is fun. I love the whistling birds. Yes. Yeah. Although I thought that was going to be like a season finale type of like long term stick. Yeah. Stick. Yeah. But that was cool. I love I love that we see more Mandalorians, too. I really like his ship. The Serenity. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> it looks a lot like Serenity. Really. It does. It yeah. does. And I really like that it was. It doesn't really look like uh, a lot of it's CG. In some practical. cases, it looks like it's yeah because they actually used a practical um, kit. Yeah. For it, I really like. Literally that. classic filmmaking. Yeah. <laughs> I I think the style of the show for a lot of it the style of the show is really cool and unique. It feels like an it feels like an involved Star Wars. Yeah. You know, I my favorite episode so far still has to be two because that's straight up a Samurai Jack throwback. I like three so much. For like the first third of that episode is no dialogue. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I I like three the most because it it just shows like how much care they've put into the show and how much they like budget. You know, the production value is really insane. Yeah, and like we were able to see just so much like 
Star Wars goodies. Like seeing like those fucking Mandalorians fly in with the fucking jetpacks. That was cool. That's so Star Wars, bro. And I can't wait to see a fucking jetpack fight. I'm surprised that it took that long for us to actually get jetpacks. And yeah, right. For those Mandal- no, I mean that quick. Sorry, it took us that quick to get those to get to see that because mm-hmm. I wasn't expecting a more Mandalorians in the show. Yeah, one played by that Fa- definitely one played by John Favreau, mind you. Remember that one heavy fucking. That's John Favreau. No, well, was that actually? That's John Favreau. I could tell his voice from a mile away. No, I was gonna say. Do you remember that one heavy infantry five hundred one legion trooper? Um, what the Republic commandos that we know that we met at celebration. Oh yeah, remember that? Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. Do you think one of them is is there? <laughs> no, actually, did you not know that? Yeah, yeah. Five hundred first legion were pa- used. They for were stormtroopers. The they were stormtroopers, yeah. and they might have been no stormtroopers and mandos probably. Yeah. There's Mando's suits are so fucking Yeah, those Mando's suit. suits are cool. They're fucking sick. So I guess we're going to get Boba Fett soon, maybe? If Mando doesn't end up being Boba Fett, which I hope he is, he's not. I'm glad, yeah. He's not. He's not. Because his backstory is completely different. Yeah. And I, I would just love to see fucking the Mando and Boba, like, versus Boba. Can you imagine that? <laughs> yes, but you just gave me a thought in my mind where it's like, you're, you've seen that snippet in the trailer where Gina Carreno lifts up his mask, right? So what if instead of my other favorite theory, where aside from it just being Pedro Pascal's face and that it's just a tinier helmet within a bigger helmet, mm. that it's just Tamara Morrison, but his lines are redubbed with Pedro Pascal's voice. And then the rest of the whole series is just Tamara Morrison without the mask being redubbed by fucking Pedro Pascal. Honestly, if they do take off the mask for for, for Mando, I feel like they're gonna are, they are. If they eventually do, I hope they put it back on oh yeah they definitely will you know like yeah. I, I don't want him to walk around just Pedro Pascal now I want him to keep on him keep on being the man yeah though. it's like let me sh- let me let me see what you are in the on uh, on the inside and then it's just like it's just a regular face also his blasters this rifle is the coolest thing ever. oh yeah it's just an incinerator yeah I love that he fucking killed those Jawas yeah that was so funny to me not give a fuck dude. god it was like oh fuck and he just starts shooting them from close he's from so far cool. range he's just so fucking badass his like, design's great oh my I just god think i love it his character needs a little bit more work but i think it's getting there oh no i well yeah yeah well I, no i i really i really like what what we have so far it's fun yeah. i i'm having a fun time with it and mm-hmm. i'm it's it's definitely something that i'm looking forward to every friday Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, with those new episodes i think they're taking like a week off or something like that like fucking the, god damn it no not this week but like the week why you're up to Rise of Skywalker. You. you don't need a break they just want to <laughs> fuck with us you know yeah um is that it that's it oh uh, yeah yeah we'll definitely talk more stuff next episode we're gonna finish dolomite soon oh you started watching it yeah uh, what do you think so far, Wesley Snipes is the greatest. He's great, right? Wesley Snipes is just the fucking He's greatest. He's so funny. And Eddie Murphy's so good. Yeah. I love I love literally the, when he walks everywhere, it looks like he's just about just get into get into the groove with Don't it. you love the don't you love the rhyming? Yeah. The rhyming's so much a fun. Pip name slip back. That's what it reminds me of. He does remind me of a Pip name slip back. Yeah. Yeah. Uh yeah, that's it for a week. What's in the comics, bud? Uh actually, I'm gonna be changing up some things because you know, books are more uh, comic books are more than just uh no books are more than just comics in this so i've been reading some books and okay. i'm gonna try to put in some books in here too okay sure um i recently got an auteurist history of film oh look at you yeah no i've 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 i had a friend of mine from theater who uh, recommended me this book a while ago and i finally was able to get a good copy of it it's um it was co-published by moma museum of modern arts in new york 
And basically, it's a man named uh, Charles Silver or James Silver. No, Charles Silver. My bad. Uh, the author of the book. It's basic. It's essentially a collection of blog posts that he had throughout the last couple of years, showing what he considered to be some of the most important um, films from the early 1920s all the way up to well, actually, beginning of film with Edward Moybridge and like you know, Great Train Robbery and stuff from the early you know, 1920s, all the way up to um, the 1980s. And it, it it's essentially this interesting... It, it's They're not... Each section on the films aren't very long. It's kind of like, you know, two to three paragraphs of him talking about the films themselves and how it relates to, you know, what, what, what makes it so unique in the aspect of, you know, the, the direction of this film and what makes... Uh, the film be considered as an auteur piece for this filmmaker. It's a, it's basically a very interesting, it's a basic approach to author, uh, author theory. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, just talking about how interesting these films are and what makes them so unique from a filmmaker's perspective. I was reading a bit on, uh, the third man. You ever heard of that movie? Yeah. I love that film. It's super good. And he made the argument that even though the director, Carol Reed, um, He's a fantastic director and he's, you know, made great work with like his adaptation of Oliver later down in the years in the 60s. Uh, he he mentions that while he would is fi- he's fine with saying that he is the director of The Third Man, he feels that Orson Welles was he feels like Orson Welles was his role in the production of that film was very um, understated because Although Orson Welles is the third, uh, third it gets third billing in this film, and you don't see him until like the last thirty to forty minutes of the movie. Mm-hmm. This film feels like a very Orson Welles movie, where you have his um, his sense of deep, fe- um, uh, his depth of field, and his lo- his playing on like shadowy characters. Mm-hmm and uh silhouettes and all that like it feels like it's it feels like it's shot it's shot like an orson welles movie and if it, um it, it's kind of like that poltergeist scenario where he thinks that orson welles did much more than people were saying on the production of that film because it very much feels like a orson welles directed film yeah yeah uh i really like that book that's it's really it's pretty you pick it up? digestible i got it on amazon well, it's pretty when, digestible when? it's pretty good yeah when, i like it when Oh, when I ordered it like last week on Amazon, it took a mm. while for them to get here. Um, and then I'm also reading uh, the question: the depths of Vic Sage. It's the newest DC Black Label miniseries, focusing on the question, and it's written by Jeff Lemire, Dennis Cohen, and with art by Bill Sinkevitz and another artist I can't remember at the top of my head. And it's just classic pulp noir detective story with the question and the art's really good and i really love the work of jeff lemire i it's a fun little like noir driven i've never dark story read the question neither have i and i've just i've seen him in stuff like 52 and like crossovers like that but this is really the first like series that actually stars the question mm-hmm. that I've, I've been able to read and um whatever and I really like it. So off to a really good start. I think it's like three issues, the three issue miniseries. The first issue just came out uh, at the time of this recording, like a couple of days ago. So yeah, definitely there should be some copies out there if you guys are interested. Uh, that's my best of the pile. 
what's your best of the blue? <laughs> I'll, I'm still going to call it that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fuck you. Uh, Peanut Butter Falcon is a 2019 movie that came out this year. Uh, it's directed by Tyler Nelson and Michael Schwartz. And it's uh, it's a movie starring Shia LaBeouf, Dakota Johnson, and newcomer uh, Zach uh, Goddison. Goddess Sagan? An actor with Down syndrome. Actor with Down syndrome, yeah. yeah. He, um, he... Basically, the story is about this... He was able to get Shia LaBeouf to stop drinking. um, It's about this character named Zach who runs away from his care home and he basically wants to become a a wrestler. And uh, Shia LaBeouf uh, basically is with him along that journey. Dakota Johnson gets involved. And... And basically, it's just them. It's just a, a journey uh, about them going through, uh, going through what they need to do in order to become a wrestler. You know, uh, I haven't seen the movie yet. I heard great things about it, and it's something I've, I've just been keeping my eye on forever. Um, also, I fucking love Shia LaBeouf. Yeah. You know, he's one of the greats, one of the greats right now. And uh, yeah, um, Peanut Butter Falcon. Make sure to check it out. Also, it's a very sweet movie. Yeah, it's a very like feel good. Uh, just feel good yeah movie. um also we got the farewell it's a24 um directed by uh, lulu wang starring mm-hmm. aquafina um if you if you don't know what the farewell is it's basically about this uh, chinese family uh who finds out that the grandmother is dying of cancer and they decide not to tell her you know keep her in the dark and that way she doesn't spend the you know last few you know last few weeks of her life like depressed as fuck. depressed yeah and I haven't seen the movie. Uh, I haven't seen this one either. I'm definitely gonna check it out soon. Uh, it's gotten just rave reviews, you know, in in festival circuit. And it was a big hit at Sundance. It just kind of, I feel like, yeah. kind of like died down a little bit when it came out. Maybe. I mean, we'll see uh, when Oscar season rolls up. Um, it, it, if it gets any attention, I doubt it will. You know, uh, but hey, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, I, I'm I'm definitely planning on checking it out. It's on, it's on Prime right now, so I'm probably yeah. gonna, probably gonna get on that. Uh, Suspiria 1977 gets a 4K release. Uh, you, yes. Um, you ever got to finish it? Suspiria. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Uh, I know we were watching it in my house like years ago. Dario Argento Suspiria. Yeah. It's uh, it's amazing. Uh, it's I, if you don't know Dario Argento, he's this uh, Italian. Uh, he's this Italian filmmaker, and he makes his style is very uh, colorful and very uh very influential to a lot of filmmakers like Nicholas Winding Refn yeah. or uh, for example um, it's classic giallo uh, yeah. films that he would make like just weird Italian horror films yeah they're, they're, they're very bizarre and Suspiria you know it's a cla- it's a horror classic uh, with it's an awesome a, score uh, with a fucking amazing score stellar fucking cinematography with so, with crazy sound uh, mind set you, design mind you and I love the remake but that has possibly the best jump scare I've ever seen because it literally comes out of nowhere and you never expect it it's also a, it's it's also one of a trilogy oh yeah that's so right so there's the Inferno and there's Mother of Tears so yeah Mother of Tears is not good but Suspiria is definitely like yeah. the Though. that's the crown jewel that's the classic yes. inferno i heard is actually really good though it's coming out on 4k so yeah i heard inferno's good so yeah, it's coming out on 4k and it's obviously gonna look fucking gorgeous yeah. uh cold war uh cold war is getting getting a criterion release uh coming soon best picture nominee from last year i saw yeah. like the first 10 minutes of it before i fell asleep i haven't seen uh cold war but i heard it's not bad it's a uh, black and white no 
Yeah, it's a black and white love story of between these two people in the middle of World War II. Directed by Powell Polakowski. Powell He directed Ida. Uh, I heard Ida is fucking great. So Ida is about that nun, a black and white movie. It's about a it's about a, a nun. Interesting. Yeah, I um, I love the poster for Cold War. It's so weirdly like fancy. Yeah, it's yeah. very uh, sophisticated. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's coming out on Criterion. Uh, so what? What about you? Save the best for last. Uh, oh yeah, best for last. So Dora and the Lost City of Gold is coming Ooh. out on Blu-ray. So you know you. So fuck Suspiria. Yeah. Fuck Peanut Butter Falcon. If you're into that, farewell. Watch <laughs> Dora, Dora and the if, and the Lost City. If you're into Dora, I guess. Yeah, just watch. You know, we, we have. Fucking Benicio del Toro as Swiper the Fox. Swiper, who fucking directed Dora? James Bobbin, you know who direct who what he did? What the Muppets movie? And God. The Alice in Wonderland sequel. The the Muppets? What the fuck? Yeah. Muppets oh, and he's actually he's good. a create he's a co creator of Fly the Concords. <sighs> yeah, I know. Is Apparently, it, this movie's not bad. Still, it's just that I don't want to see it because it's Dora. <laughs> And it's just weird. I'd rather just have Dora as a kid. I it's, don't just. I always hate when they do those reboots of things and like they have to make them actual teenagers. It annoys the cinematic. Hell it's the cinematic. Uh, it's the cinematic experience of the year. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. There's nothing more experimental and eye popping than Benicio del Toro as a fucking fox. Robert Eggers. <laughs> oh yeah. Who the fuck is Robert Eggers when you got Dora? <laughs> the Explorer Dora. Uh ew. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's it. We actually uh, edited it in a pretty good time. Yeah, two hours. Wow. That was that's half of our last episode. <laughs> Literally. Oh, uh, man. Oh, there's a showing for Miss a day, uh, beautiful day in the neighborhood. I'm still going to be able to make it. You want to come? Uh, come on. Let's watch Mr. We haven't seen a movie together in a long time. Yeah, but I kind of don't. I'm not really going crazy to go watch that. You know? We could eat after. Down to eat. Down to but. eat after Mr. Rogers. Sure. All right. All right. All right. Yeah. Well, we'll, see <laughs> we'll, we'll have our exclusive report about Mr. Rogers for you next week or next two weeks. Where can we find you? You can find me at Vic Manokava on Twitter. And you can find... Where, where can we find you, buddy? You can find me at Summer Oak Cruise on Twitter. Uh, we... I'm I'm pretty sure today I'm going to be recording a new episode of Neon Genesis Evaluation. Yeah, heard. We're close. We're close. Episode 7's out. Go wa- watch... Listen How's that to going, it. by the way? Pretty good. We're cl- very... We're like three episodes left and then we're done... So we're we're close to the end game now. I'm very excited. It's getting really weirdly abstract and fucked up. And there's some things I just I completely forgot. You know, when I was watching the first series, mm-hmm. the fr- I mean, when I was watching the series the first time, that you know the reveals came back even stronger. For that me was me. That was re-watch. me with the Sopranos. Yeah. Um. That's it. You can find us on American Nerds at Instagram. American Nerds, just like that. No spaces, no capitalizations, no... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you can email us at AmericanNerdsPod at gmail.com. Oh, yeah. I wanna, let's see if we can try to get a mailbag again. Yeah. Yeah, send us emails. We want to we wanna talk about stuff with you guys. We, wanna, we, wanna, we want you guys to be part of the conversation. You know? Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you yeah, seen that? Yeah. Have you seen that Travelocity commercial with Lil John? Travelocity, something like that. Travelocity, no. Or it's oh, with Lil John. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, or no, it's like rooms to go or real, like uh, oh, like Lil Deals or something. Hotel- like that. Oh, Hotels.com. Be there. Do that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
Fuck your bitch in the hotel. Lil John probably <laughs> makes so much money off royalties. Just by screaming. <laughs> I love that. Uh, you ever seen that Dave Chappelle sketch? The the life and trials of of uh, Little John. No. It's like he's sitting there in a therapist's office, and the therapist is like, "Jonathan, what do you, what what has been your hardest challenge when you become an artist?" Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. What do you think about your mother? Okay. <laughs> and your father? Well, uh, ma'am, I. I remember back in the war. Like, <laughs> American nerds. <laughs> Take care.